We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir. Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free stay. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right, welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the sports movie podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Bandujo, and today we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of Face Off, a movie that I found a sports angle to. This is a sports movie. I will dive in more into that in the episode. Uh, we've got Caroline and Felder returning co-hosts back for this one. Going to be a good episode. Before we get to it, have to shout out the supporters of the show and the Big Screen Sports Patreon group, especially our producer-level Big Chill patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D., Ryan Yeager, Mike Dries, James Kolewski, Chris Mikoski, Andrew Teagle, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zach Rich, and of course, Classic Stadium Fire at the sponsor to all our patrons' movie episodes. Folks, Father's Day is coming up, and a laser-cut wood stadium from Classic Stadium Fire of your old man's favorite ballpark is a great gift. I will say, talk to my guy Andy over at Classic Stadium Fire, and he's actually sold out for Father's Day but it can be a good belated gift or uh, get an early start on Christmas or anything else. Uh, get 10% off with code big screen. That link is going to be in the show notes. Big thanks to all our producers and all of our patrons for supporting the show, which you can do over at patreon.com slash big screen sports. You get to vote on movies for the show to cover patrons are picking three movies in July. And I think that it's something along those lines is going to be the standard moving forward. So if you want, you know, we get, get tweets all the time, get messages. Hey, you should cover this, cover that. Patrons are going to get a, a much bigger say in that moving forward. Uh, you get schedule updates, ad-free episodes, stickers, all the good stuff. And you get to support the show, keep this keep this train rolling, which uh, which is always great. Anyways, long episode again. Caroline and Felder both back. It's a great one. Let's talk face-off. All right. Returning to the show for what is just sure to be a hell of an episode. Caroline Darney, Michael Felder. Welcome back, folks. Caroline's going through it right now. I just finished. Like literally you, you know this you saw me watch the last few minutes um i had never seen this movie i thought i had seen it i don't know how i got that impression or like whatever i definitely would have remembered if i saw this <laughs> and in in the opposite realm felder have you seen this movie more than any other movie you've seen i think this is probably the fifth or sixth most movie i've seen in my life 
we've got yeah. we've got a lot we've got a lot uh, before we get into it uh, felder you just dropped a big newsletter tell the folks about it and then your work at stadium and with hand in the dirt yeah so obviously i'm at stadium which is fantastic i love doing the work there we've got we've got some digital projects coming up and a couple of specials to get you into the season and the newsletter it's felder.bullets.com so check it out and we just launched a premium where uh kyle you know listen i'm gonna get real over there we have a lot of fun. Come join, folks. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about route trees. Yes. We're going to do a lot of stuff. Um, Carolyn, tell folks about you. You're the, listen, you're the accomplished person over here. Yeah. What's going on <laughs> at Bet for the Win? Uh, well, Bet for the Win's cruising along. Uh, we had a great May. So thanks to everyone who came out and clicked on some, on the content, on the good stuff. Um, and we just wrapped up what ended up being like a, top gun 10 days which was a ton of fun so uh i've seen maverick five times at Wait, the point what? Of- <laughs> yeah i've seen it five times in the theater at the point of recording um wow. and by the time you listen to this i will have gone to see kenny Loggins. the tickets i purchased at the end of the top gun episode uh so very excited about that so next time we come on i'll tell you all about the intimate evening of songs and stories that is the actual full name of the concert. Um, Kenny Loggins. Cannot wait. I'm wow. still all right. Wait. Is Literally. Kenny Loggins, is he like super high on your list of artists? No. <laughs> and we were wrapping up the Top Gun episode and and Ryan Nanny went and searched just out of curiosity, you know, what's Loggins up to? And he told Caroline that he's going to be in D.C. in what, J- June 7th and bullied Caroline into uh, into attending that show. And recommended that I go with the one and only incomparable Alex Kirshner, former SB Nation yeah. alum as well. Uh-huh. Um, and so Kirsch and I are going to go grab, we're going to make a night of it. As he said, we're going to grab some G&Ts. We're going to have some dinner and go see Kenny Loggins. Uh, I did get my, you know, this is a, a, a audio medium, but I'll show you guys. I did get my Kenny Loggins wingman shirt that was also bullied into purchasing at the end of this podcast. So. You know, listen to the end because you might get Caroline to do some dumb shit like buy Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Felder, if you haven't yet, you need to go look at Kenny Loggins' merch store because it's, <laughs> it's an experience. It's worth putting some time into. I'm not a super Top Gun guy, but I'm very excited how excited other people are for <laughs> Maverick. That's fair. Yeah. I, I appreciate that I've become like anytime any of my friends go see it, I get texts immediately. I also get texts before now. So my coworker, Michelle, is going uh, tomorrow with her dad. And I was like, love this for you. Gave her like a list of things. <laughs> like she's a big John Hamm fan, so she'll have a time in her life. But I, I get it's a lot. It's pretty of- much like Cruz and then you as far as the Top Gun people in this world. That's that's kind yeah. of the power rankings. But listen, I well, hang on. <laughs> I, I went to school with my buddy, Jay Spence. He watched Top Gun every night when he came home from the bar. <laughs> and then... He was, if I'm not mistaken, he was a, was he a five-star or a four-star quarterback? Cam Sexton. He picked UNC over Florida State, and we're talking prime Florida State. And he picked UNC, and he also used to watch Top Gun every night when he came home from the bar. He carried me down the stairs of the PDC one night. That's his claim to fame. He loves going to Waffle House. And so, like, I know some tops, I know some Top Gun superstars, so... I don't know if I could put anyone above them because literally at like they had two T te- like Jay had two televisions and he would watch 
Top Gun on the top television and play NCAA baseball uh, from EA Sports. I love this. On, I feel on like we're separated at birth with this setup. I, where it's like... I'm just gonna say a great, a great, uh, a great transition is on this show, and I think a couple days from when this drops, we're gonna have an episode doing a deep dive on the MVP baseball MVP baseball <laughs> franchise because that was very the most important video game franchise to me. But folks, tonight I found a sports angle. To this movie. I love it. Uh, the Academy Awards nominated Face Off, the 1997 sci fi action crime and endurance swimming movie. To foil a terrorist plot, <laughs> an FBI agent undergoes a facial transplant surgery to assume the identity of the criminal mastermind who murdered his only son, but the criminal wakes up prematurely and seeks revenge. It starred Nick Cage, John Travolta, and Joan Allen. It was directed by the incomparable John Woo. This movie grossed $245 million worldwide, and it got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I thought it was low. It was that high. No, it is ninety two percent. I was fucking floored because usually from, movies like on, this, like Con Air, is sitting at fifty five percent. No, audience? that is a critic's score. Stop. Yes, I yes. I swear to God, earned and deserved. Yeah, I am just. I mean, this is. <laughs> I'm sharing the screen here. I just this- I just want you guys to see it. This movie is in my top 10 of all movies. 80, Absolutely. 87 reviews. Yeah. Yeah. This Car- is, I'm, Caroline, I'm not live lying. with it. Live with it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> lying to you. This is the wildest shit I've ever seen. It's incredible. It, it is like, and I, we, you know, I was yes, the, the movie is episode. incredible. I, <laughs> I'm still on the fence. I, it's, it is terrible. And I loved it. I loved, I had a ton of fun, but I, I'm glad we're doing this because I need to talk through my feelings because Let's... it is the craziest shit I've ever seen. And it's like the entire thing is just dialed up to 11. I, I have, I have questions about the music, like when they decided to like play it loudly over dialogue, like yeah. there are just so many things, like the entire place was a fireworks factory, like the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. Just, of course. <laughs> what was I chose so many questions. Okay. Yeah. 92%. So Felder Hall of Fame movie for you? Yeah, Hall of Fame, without a doubt. A movie that um <laughs> we had on VHS. So I saw it in theaters with my dad and my brother. And then we got it, we bought it from Blockbuster. it's one of those things where you rent you rented a movie from Blockbuster and they were like, It's late. It's cheaper to just buy it. And so we just bought it. And so we had it, and you had the and you had the blockbuster case though, the one with like the hole in the bottom, and yeah, that's the good stuff with the with the with the little placard on it. And it was like, oh, I'll just watch this movie every day. And I just I watched it. I watched Face Off almost every day. I love the the indiscriminate killing he does at the end, the last sequence when he leaves the church, like running, and just he's like, "I need your boat. I'm going to kill all of you. I need your car. I'm going to kill all of you." And the, the what I don't understand. What's he gonna do? Oh, not gonna kill do them? What's he gonna do? Not kill them? <laughs> we we've They're known like this guy's people. mo for the he's entirety. Already, he's killed so many people already. <laughs> okay, like, what's this the movie starts. This movie starts with the assassination of a nine-year-old. 
At like t- murder is on a, the menu. Not that was a mistake. <laughs> that was a mistake. It was an accident. <laughs> the look on the way that Nick Cage acts that moment, like he didn't think that the kid was in danger. Like when he like he goes, "Oh, oh shit!" <laughs> like what did you think was gonna happen? You shot him with a high caliber rifle. Like, I did it bad. I did it bad. He's look. like, "That's on me. That one's on me. You know I what? messed that up. I messed that one up." <laughs> That that's on me. me. I mess, that's like, my. That's my B. It's like when a wide receiver drops a catchable pass, and they're going back to the huddle. He's like, that's, that's that's exactly what he did. He's like, that's me. That's, that's my. Me. That's Next me. time, it's like when it's like the first pass <laughs> to CD Lamb in a game because he he's gonna drop it, <laughs> and then Next he's gonna time. look at you and be like, don't worry, I'm gonna make that one hand catch the next time, but this time that's on me. That's on me. That one my, was me. My B, dog. I got the, I got you next time, though. Except oh, man. this was him killing a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a little which... more serious then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so with this one, are we in Felder? Is this, is this Pete Cage for you? So Ooh. this comes out, this and Con Air come out the same year, which is one, it's bonkers to think about. But is this... Is this the epitome of no, Cage? So like, I'm turning he wins it back the to Oscar a couple years ago. I'm turning it back to you. Is this Pete Cage? Do you which, which one do you prefer? Do you fer, prefer Caster Choi or Cameron Poe? I think this performance is better. Mm-hmm. I think I like Conair more. Okay, but as as we discussed in the Conair episode, that is Malkovich movie, and like right. Cage is appropriately ridiculous in that movie. But in this movie, he's we, I think we we talked about it with Conair that Cage has a few lanes. Like the the Nick Cage route tree is like he's got like two routes. <laughs> he's got he's got he's got the post and maybe he's got like I don't know. This something, is a deep route. Weird. This is a deep yeah. route. Like he is. Oh yeah. This is because I, I think he I he might not be acting in this movie. I think he's <laughs> I think he's acting in Conair, especially at least trying with that accent. Well, oh, baby girl. But, oh, that that oh, well, yes. but baby, Ka- Cameron. Baby po- well, I was gonna say, I'm also gonna throw Brid- Benjamin Franklin Gates in there. Oh, god, and I, I mean, and that, that that too, though, is is a very he's just being Nick Cage, but he's not. This is like a different guy, I mean, especially his the first time we not not the after the child assassination the first time we hear caster troy talk the first like is is like nothing i've ever seen like listen this man won an oscar a few years before this movie Mm -hmm. came out and like raising arizona was before that like he's you know he can do different things but this is like no other i would say i mean commercially this is the cage peak Con Air face off in the same year. Like that's incredible. The yeah. I think the rock was yeah. like, was the rock before this. I've got the The Rocks before this. Rocks before yeah. He, so he goes he was he goes twerking. the rock con air face off. Actually wins the Oscar for leaving Las Vegas. Then yep. the rock con air face off. That's incredible. No no he was he was twerking in a priest outfit to the Messiah. Are we going to get to that? I love that. Yeah. And that's in the first like six minutes of the movie. Did you, did you not like that part? I don't, I did not like it. I just was like, what is happening? Like, it was just like so much where it's just like, oh yeah, he's just, 
it was just so like this is where I'm like I don't know what words I have for it. My I, I by far he took the most kid. notes. Yes, he grab he's he grabs so many asses in this movie. Yes, a lot of so asses. many asses. A lot of As, HR violations when he's tons when he's of HR shown. violations. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. A lot of the real there were all caps in the scene where he finally meets the daughter, and I was like, oh no, 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 no. Oh, because you've never seen this, so that made you you were worried. I was like, no, no, no. What are we doing here? Why is she on? Why is she? She's in underwear because it's the late nineties. <laughs> I need this to take a step back. I took more notes for this movie than any movie we've done, Kyle. All right. Wow. So what do we do? Are we do? Are we going chronologically? What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to pose a question first. Is it possible that this is better if the roles are reversed? If Travolta is Caster Troy, and and Cage is is Sean Archer because I loved Cage so much as Caster Troy as like you know as being is being the uh, you know the 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 guy that he was you know yeah. grabbing grabbing asses. I can eat Messiah. a peach all night. Exactly. So if the roles are reversed, then you get that all movie. <laughs> well, I I it's something to ponder. It's good. It's good. No, that's it's great. I think there's something to it, but I like it the other way because it's what we get is Travolta. It's Cage pretending to be Travolta to pretend to be himself. And it's there is something about the friend. I don't think John Travolta can pull off that frenetic, crazy energy that Nicolas Cage is able to do. So basically, this is a Nicolas Cage move. I'd be, uh, I think you can swap out Travolta. Like, I don't know who I would want in the role. Oh, you'd put somebody, you could put somebody else in there? You could put, I think that, that Travolta was exchangeable, interchangeable, if that's but you, whatever. You can't change out Cage. But you can't, you have to have no. Cage. Like, right. Cage has to be, like, that unhit. And I think, I, I think you do have to keep it the order that it's in. Because I think it's a lot more to see like someone else try and uh, tone back the internal cage crazy. Yeah. As they're dealing with their new face and their new whatever. So I but, think. But then succumb to it. Yes. And embrace it <laughs> and, and just, live it. You shoot everybody. <laughs> A movie like this would never would never get nominated for any of the prestige Oscar categories. When I said Academy Award nominated, it was nominated for one of the effects categories. Sure. Didn't win. Um, the cage was performance. It for explosions. <laughs> the cage performance, like it's a hell of a performance. Yes. Like in an action, incredible. And so, looking at best leading actor in the nineteen ninety eight Oscars, Jack Nicholson wins for as good as it gets. Sure. Uh, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting, mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Robert Duvall in The Apostle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peter Fonda in Yuli's Gold. Yes. I remember that movie. So do I. Dustin Hoffman in Wag the Dog. Yeah. Can you imagine if it then, if it then was like, and Nicolas Cage for a face-off? <laughs> When's the last time you watched any of those movies? Exactly. Besides Goodwill Hunting, and I guess as good as it gets, like besides those two, it, but it's that's four legendary actors, and then one actor who in twenty years would be a legendary actor. Yeah, it's tough to crack. But, but I also like 
those like with the exception of his as good as I don't I don't particularly care for Goodwill Hunting, but as good as it gets is like that's like a movie I put on when I'm like at home for Christmas. I'm like, oh, this is inoffensive to everyone. We'll put this one on. <laughs> but Face Off, oh, if it's on, we're watching it. That's just a given. <laughs> this is here's a question: Why has Face Off been lost in the? No, I just mean like if you Lost. change the channel, if you change the channel, like how many times have I found Con Air just on TNT? I don't I think, think I've lose ever too much on cable with this one. I think you lose too much on cable. Uh yeah. It's, it's the like, it's the like super like bad you. problem. It's super bad stinks on cable. It's R versus PG thirteen. Oh, is it? Is this because is it the they didn't swear a lot, did they? Oh yeah. Am I just numb? Am I just numb to it now? Yeah, of course. Because my, that's just my, post, called my, post Navy, my post Navy days, like it was. I remember I got home from my first like summer cruise. I had to like be very careful not to swear constantly in front of my, in front of my mom because it's just it was just like words that that's they said how, on the show. Yeah, because it's just words. That's how you talk. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. I just it didn't even register. I was just like, how have I not seen this on like it's, it's TNT not- or some shit? Right, it's it does it loses stuff because um, they show Broken Arrow more than this movie. Yeah. Oh God, is that Christian Slater? Yes. And that is, Travolta. Uh, mm-hmm. That is Howie Long who getting kicked out of the train. Yes, it is. Charlottesville resident Howie Long. Shout out shout, Howie. Shout out to Howie. <laughs> shout out to Howie. <laughs> I, I want to run through some trivia. Okay, let's go. This one, some some good IMDb trivia in this one. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> Nick Cage and John Travolta spent two weeks together before filming filming to learn how to play each other. They decided on specific gestures and vocal cadences for each character that could be mimicked. I would spend an ungodly amount of money for footage from those two weeks. Do yes. we think they did lots of cocaine during those two weeks? Yes. <laughs> okay, so yes. we got to think about what Travolta's up to. Travolta is in peak Scientology. He's trying to get Battlefield Earth made. Yeah. At this time. Yeah. So he the conversations that these two are having, and like, and Cage is also he's buying spending a dinosaur. money on everything. Exactly. Spending money on everything right now. This would be the most interesting. Like, if there's footage of it, I want it desperately. Yeah. One guy's buying a dinosaur. The other guy is in the other guy's trying to get clear. Like, what what? what? I feel like if we end up with a real Jurassic Park in our day, Nicolas Cage has something to do with it. Oh yeah, my like, kid's gonna love it. <laughs> this is this is where I always go to the like, yeah, I'd I'd probably go if we're being honest. Like, I was asking like, would you if Jurassic Park existed, you know, like open to the public without having a disastrous you know pre screening like that in the book, would you go? And I was like, I think I would. Like, what? probably. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I won't go to. I'm not going to Disney, but my kid will (laughs) definitely go to Jurassic Park. (laughs) I'd let it be open for a couple weeks. Make sure they got most of the kinks out. (laughs) Listen, I I love Disney World, but I would still probably go to Jurassic Park. (laughs) But the the shrimp cocktail will be on point. Big ass shrimp, (laughs) prehistoric shrimp cocktail, like giant, like (laughs) it's incredible. I have some some casting some casting yes, bits of trivia. Hit me with it. Oh man! I originally yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone were in mind to play the lead roles. Mm-hmm. John Woo, when John Woo was brought in, decided the Travolta and Cage. 
I think this movie's. I, I don't think. I don't think they have it. No, it's a bad movie. I don't, I don't, I don't think they have it. Yeah, it, it's like a B movie. It's it, like it's like all those shorts and it's like End of Days. Yes, but it, imagine exactly. <laughs> now I'm just imagining them trying to mimic each other doing accents and stuff. Neither one of them can speak like real English, anyways. <laughs> oh my! It's Sylvester Stallone trying to do Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent. It'd be horrible. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Uh, guy we were talking about uh, before we started recording, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. turned down the role of Pollux Troy. Eesh. And this is this would be right off Boogie Nights or right as Boogie Nights is coming out. Right, so it's like yeah. that Wahlberg. Right in the Boogie Nights world, yeah. Good right decision. after Fear. Good decision by him, though. <laughs> yeah. Boogie, yeah. Nights is, Kinda, Boogie Nights is great. Oh, Boogie Nights is, we're at some point doing Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is all time. I mean, I love PTA, right? That's PTA. Oh, yeah, it's PTA. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Boogie Nights. It's, I mean, come on, Dirk Diggler? Roller Girl? I've seen Boogie Nights. Huh? I don't think you I've seen, seen Boogie, Boogie Nights? Nights, no. Ooh, it's Ooh. good. I, <laughs> so I just got to put it on the list. I saw that, yeah. in, saw it in theaters. I was 13 or four. I saw it with my dad in theaters when I was like 13 or 14. And I was like, this is a movie about pornos. <laughs> <laughs> this. <laughs> Big old, uh, big old uh, prosthetic penis at the yeah. end of that movie. Spoiler alert, Caroline. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, isn't there a review? Yeah, but Julianne Moore is amazing, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is a Bert. Philip Seymour Hoffman is amazing. Oh, Burt Reynolds is the man. Yeah, oh, I yeah. love Burt Reynolds. So yeah, you got to see Boogie Nights. The fun thing, if you look at Burt Reynolds' IMDb, it's like Burt, I mean, he was taking every paycheck on the planet. Like, you look at the 90s, and it is just yeah. like, landmine, 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 landmine. Oh, Boogie Nights, where he gets nominated for an Oscar, incredible role. Landmine, 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 landmine. Like He makes bad decisions. You know, he, yeah. he turned down Lord of the Rings. What role? I don't know <laughs> what role it was, but they were like, do you want to be in Lord of the Rings? And he was like, um, no. And then Mark Wahlberg? No, 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 Burt Reynolds. Oh, and then he was like, I guess I'll do um, it's either um, extraordinary. He turned down, he turned down Lord of the Rings and he turned down another movie. And both of them ended up being like huge movies. And he was like, I guess I'll do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. (laughs) No, that was that was our good pal, Sean Connery, because that is the movie that 12 year old me. I got it confused. You're right. You're right. It's Sean Connery. (laughs) Sean Connery is the one that has, he turned down Lord of the okay, Rings. That, okay, then, that makes, that makes so sense because, like, yeah, imagine yeah. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds like, is Gandalf. Is a is a yes. Funny. No, it was Sean. <laughs> hey, you're right. Where you're, are you going? We fixed it. We fixed it. You know what? Nobody tweet us. Don't worry about it. We fixed it. No, Burt <laughs> okay, Reynolds just, just Burt Reynolds just would do any movie. He'll do. Yeah, he'd do anything. anything. Have you anything, seen Sharky's? He's amazing. Have you seen Sharky's Machine? I have not seen Sharky's. I've never Machine. even heard of this. Oh, it's so good. Sharky's machine. Yeah, you got your computer in front of you. Look it up. Sharky's machine. It takes place. Movie? Takes place in Atlanta. It's so good. It's oh, like there he is. Why is he so shiny in this? Caroline, picture? you've got to see. You've got to see Boogie Nights because, like, you like other PTA movies, right? I don't. What is PTA? Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like. That's how we. What that's how we talk to him because he's yeah, our boy. Like- <laughs> <laughs> our, our good friend. Our good friend Paul. We just call him PTA for short. <laughs> Yes, I I do like a guy. I've seen some of the other PTA flicks. Yeah, um, I mean, I I like um. What's the movie about the sewing? Oh, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. Excellent. Oh, 
Loved it. There will be blood. Excellent. There will Licorice be blood. Pizza, is amazing. Which came out this past year. Excellent. I, I, I haven't finished Licorice Pizza. I've been trying to watch it, but I've been watching it in bed, and so I just keep falling asleep every that, that'll, that'll 15 happen. minutes. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, Cooper, and Licorice Pizza. Incredible. Okay. I got to check it out. Okay. The, the, last, the last fact, last IMDb trivia All right, what fact. Do we got? This one is an early draft of the script. Archer went to Caster's mother's place to hide out. So that is Cage going to the the writers wanted the mother to be played by either Elizabeth Taylor or Jack Nicholson in drag. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So it's good that they didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yes. Jack Nicholson <laughs> yeah. in drag the same year he, he wins an Oscar for his good. This is, kids? it's good. They didn't do that. Yes. That's. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it fits in though. It's good. It's, it's good they, yeah, because he would have had to take. He would have been like Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor would have been a hoot, though. Yeah, uh, she's really not a good still. actress. That's why. That's why it would be amazing. <laughs> not with all these other amazing actors in this movie. Yeah, everyone's crushing it. <laughs> I am. I am. You don't think that these people are crushing it? They're doing. I don't know. I'm still, I, I think Nicholas Cage is. This is great because we're going to, Caroline's going to just be able to kind of work through a bunch of feelings over yeah, the course this of is, this recording. This, this is, is uh, let's do it. Let's I don't go. Know that, I don't know that I'm a huge Travolta fan. So it's like a weird, like, I'm sitting here watching like Danny from <laughs> Greece, <laughs> like do all this. And I also, he's not, he's not my first, neither one of them is particularly my personal preference when it comes to like handsomeness. And so it was like, not saying what, like, I'm just saying in the sense of like when he's given like smoldering looks or hitting on his, hitting on people, I'm just like, what is that? Like, did she really like getting her ass grabbed by Nicolas Cage dressed like a priest? Cause she didn't seem upset about it. Like, or the yeah. flight attendant woman that like just sat on his lap. And when he's like, I think suck on my tongue and she's like, okay. I really think this is one of our earliest instances of, of just big dick energy coming out to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's just, you know, I just was like, they weren't, it was the same question we did with Con Air. We're like, are we supposed to find Cameron Poe hot? Like, they're playing, they're playing. I'm like, he's supposed to be like a babe. And I just wasn't picking that up. He's a movie star. But he's the weirdest movie star we have. (laughs) He's a movie star. He's the he's the weirdest movie star. So right are you saying but it's again, like a like a lead singer vibes? Like if you're the lead yes, singer, that's, like that's how like, yeah, that's how I feel. And, and he walks through that like Caster Troy walks through every scene of I want to do this, so I will. And confidence yeah. plays to a certain level. Like if we're like getting into the most authentic and least authentic, and write that down as the most authentic. But you could point to this guy gets away with all this stuff and like gets when when he takes over the the sean's body the archer's body mm-hmm. he basically becomes the head of the fbi or whatever it is all through i want this so i will have it and and i'll and kill some a people. lot of phases he exactly. like karate chopped that man's heart into stopping yeah they don't do <laughs> autopsies when the uh the head of the fbi drops dead in his office so. oh wild he put him in a chokehold no one saw it he like <laughs> <laughs> that actually goes into my the most authentic thing i had about this movie <laughs> A lot of shoddy police work, a lot of oversight, a lot of collateral damage, a lot not of a lack lot of, of ethics between, no in, you know, they, when he talked about like not getting a lot of CIA, FBI slander in this one between the, between the yeah. two. 
Yeah, um, it's like this guy led a couple raids that, with a lot of collateral damage. He's been committing some HR violations, a lot of suspicious deaths around him. Generally, kind of a miserable, you know, asshole. And uh, he's he runs the show in three weeks. Like that scene, that scene kind of lines up for me. But he he was he was less of an asshole than the first than the first guy. <laughs> than original <laughs> Sean Archer. Yeah, they hate they all. Every, oh my God, did you have surgery? What do you mean? <laughs> you get the stick out of your ass? Yeah. Margaret Cho just dropping burns oh, on yeah. people. That's what Let's we, see. Uh, how much of a uh, how much of like a miserable person do you have to be when a psychopathic terrorist takes over your body <laughs> and, and everyone around you likes you more? Your wife's like, I want to listen. I'm trying to fuck now. Your wife Day likes you more. Night. Your daughter likes you more. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, so I want to go. Like, when you talk about the shoddy police work, by the way, um, all of them need to get back on the range because that a lot of stormtrooper accuracy the, the, yeah they, the takeoff they scene. missed everyone <laughs> until until they at the end when they don't there's moments where they're like the sharpest sharpshooter in like at the end in the in the church where they're they that's like 10 rounds and everyone's hit that means whatever that they wanted to hit and yeah. then you fast forward 30 seconds and they cannot hit the broadside of a barn mm-hmm. like and but then he's on the on the boat at the end, and he gets every Coast Guard officer or whatever mm-hmm. police boat officer with like the minimum amount of ammunition required. <laughs> so there was it just was, no real consistency. I, I in mean, the they're, they're stormtroopers. <laughs> that, that is Vader's <laughs> finest, right there. We're not hitting anything. <laughs> the scene with the airplane. Where he, when did he get in the helicopter? And there's multiple like all. And he could just fly like, it. Yeah, and I was like, what is his plan? <laughs> Nicholas Cage is yelling at the pilot to take off, and there's a helicopter sitting on the wing. He's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll sit on this I'll sit on this plane, and we're, we're the, all good. With the door open, too. All of the gestures out the plane door was chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah, perfection. Felder, what's the most authentic part of this movie? The most authentic part of this movie? A realistic part, yeah realistic probably i would say i think it's in the prison where people have already heard of you they know you're a psycho and then that's what because to me that's when he changes his whole steez right he that's when he becomes that's when travolta becomes nicholas cage or nicholas cage stops pretending to be travolta to become his himself again basically and when he beats that guy up in the prison, Dubrov, is that right? Is that the right name? You know, Frank, Frank Sabatka. Yes. <laughs> when he, when he, when he beats the hell out of him and then walks around going, I'm Castor Troy. And then the second part of it, when he goes, I need a light. Anybody got a light? I really appreciated that because the, where he's like losing his mind in there, because you see, I did really like the moments where they were obviously thinking about, oh, I need to be this other person. What would this other person be doing at this moment? Like what would Caster Troy's like vibes be? And I really enjoyed that process of like, 
them seeing them figure it out and then act that way because you come through at first and he's still being uptight archer or whatever just yeah. like trying to figure it out and then he realizes like shit everyone's watching me like i need to be caster troy i really did enjoy that part it was good like and to me so yeah. that's the most authentic part because like i don't know how things have been for you guys in life but like there are i've had that moment where he's down with his nose bleeding and he's like I have to be the person they think I am or the person they want me to be. I've had that. Like when, like playing college football, if I didn't stand up and like get ready to buck back at someone or fight someone, they would have, they would have destroyed me. And I wouldn't like, I'd be a nothing and you have to fight back. And he finally realized like he, like, so to me that feels really authentic because you have to do it. Because if you don't yeah. do it, they're going to destroy you for real. And in this case, obviously, they're going to find out that he's faking it and the whole thing is not real. It's all inauthentic. So for me, that's the one. And then he goes across the line and, yeah, I like he crosses the line and hits the guy too many times. But then he stops the fight and then he starts to cry about what he's doing. And then as soon as he realizes he's crying, he goes, whoa. <laughs> It's uh, it's funny because I thought I was like, well, if he doesn't do this, they're gonna figure it out. And then I was like, would they figure it out? Would your first feeling be like, this guy dressed up as somebody else? I bet he swapped faces with someone. There's just no visible lines to show that this happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big hole in this movie is how quickly people like they, hey, believe it. They did um. There's a throw, there's a non-throwaway line from the doctor that says the doctor did say Fiore goes, and with this technology, it's two, it's days of recovery, not months, like whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he explained it to us. Okay, good. That's why he's he's bounced back yes, so quickly from yes. the world's grossest surgery scene, by it's the way. Dis- it's disgusting. <laughs> I gross. wrote, okay, this is gross in my notes. Gross. Just. It's so good. I did not like that scene. He's like, it was in the IMDb that Cage didn't even want to see the dummy and he didn't want to see the makeup, like no mirrors. Like he didn't want to see the makeup on himself. It's bad. Okay. Well, so I'm going to stick disgusting. with my authentic. My most authentic is that he would, would have it. It just filled the teenage daughter trope where it's like, oh, no one likes me because I'm weird and edgy and like wear a lot of <laughs> lip liner in 1997. Like and then of course by the end when she when they're like a big happy family she's like wearing very minimal makeup that complements her features like I'm out of my phase dad when I shot you it fixed me (laughs) it should have been like like here's the thing oh I'm just like a hot girl that goes to high school (laughs) it's like every again every movie at this time frame like the what is the the joke from not another not another thirteen movie is just the like. Oh, here's this obviously hot girl with a ponytail and glasses. So like, let me uh, let me take your glasses off and take your hair out. Oh wow, this is incredible. We never would have known. Like, <laughs> not Janie Briggs. <laughs> They're paint stained overalls. Man, not another teen movie needs more love. By the way, it's great. Chris Evans. The problem is all the movies that came after it. Yeah. yeah, not another. Not another. I mean, we want to put one. Put that one on the schedule. I'm open. That's yeah, uh, a, a good one. But like. Who who is going to Jamie's high school and doesn't like her? People who have standards about lip liner, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that the nose ring. Mm. She's she's a problem. I mean that that was 
that was the 90 where like if you were a little little counterculture it's like oh, they're on drugs and, but her counterculture was like a bunch of hair clips like and, and like chopsticks in her hair like yeah. this is nothing like she was just getting a bunch of stuff from the delia's catalog like it just she wasn't she wasn't a wiccan <laughs> she wasn't even they didn't even go full like goth makeup on her they didn't send her like full fringe like goth bro you know scary yeah <laughs> well and they but they give her like they give her john travolta as her dad and just the, the most seemingly the most vanilla man on the planet yeah in this role and, and then allen. joan Al- joan allen who like oh a few years later we see in the notebook is like she is not one to to accept acting any way other than being a proper lady. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is another example of like, so she, Joan Allen, I looked it up. Joan Allen was like 42 in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is like where you kind of look back on, uh, it's like the Wilford Brimley line, whatever, where you're like this. And they do it with, with like old football players. You're like, this man was 23. And you're <laughs> like, this guy looks like he's 70. What do you mean he was 23? um no she, no, she, no we like jump she's beautiful I love oh she's her. gorgeous she's gorgeous i just it, she just gives the prestigious yes vibes Big to prestige. me where it just it felt like a little bit out of place for me but um well the thing that we got out, gratuitous joan allen ass and pants shots in this too that's what i was gonna of, say the thing that felt out of place joan listen i love joan allen i think she's beautiful mm-hmm. she ain't got a wagon <laughs> 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 you're not wrong I'm, you know what i'm saying he's making points he's making points those pants yeah, were they, straight when, as hell yeah when they showed it was like <laughs> is that front pleats or back i hate pleats? to see you go but i loved it and yes they had back pleats but i but i love to watch you leave and i was like <laughs> he made happening? the most dramatic like or it was like a very huge lack of effort on on uh i can never remember the crazy name <laughs> troy caster caster, caster, caster troy. you don't know caster and pollux <laughs> i do not i just i have the hardest Wait. time remembering caster and kaz there you, you go, know kaz. that you know like in you do you know about caster and pollux in real life no and i now i feel like an idiot because i said in real life <laughs> <laughs> but this Cast, is greek mythology it's a, yeah it's greek mythology oh no i hadn't heard this yeah, it's like their mother, I think, was like was called Lydia or Leda or something. And yeah, she and they were twins. Um, which they which is where the like the sign Gemini comes from. Oh. Yeah. See, look, every time I do this podcast, I learn something. Which is why um, they're something new. That's day. why they're yeah. so tied together. Like huh. I, I wrote this down. Like they I'll be honest, this is a family movie. <laughs> <laughs> this has got a heartwarming ending it's about learning to get along i mean <laughs> there's that but i was gonna say let's be real and i know we're jumping around but you find me a brother who loves his brother so much that he'll kill all of his friends plus some F- plus some fbi agents just so his brother and him are okay so that they can keep their family together that's yeah, what this that's movie love. is. That's love. I'll I mean, him. to quote to quote Will Patton in uh, in another Nicolas Cage movie, Gone in sixty seconds. Oh no, wait. To quote Delroy Lindo, yeah. a brother's love is a brother's love. 
I just another I, perfect cage movie. I just oh, think I, listen, Memphis. I, are you kidding me? Can I get? Can I? I know we're not. This isn't going to be on camera. This is an audio medium. But the first note that I wrote is um, Memphis Rain's face. <laughs> Amazing. Not a joke. Um, I knew. I was like Memphis Rain's face. The Man, I, I just I, I just I don't Gone think Kaz um, puts as much effort into fitting in as Archer out the gate. Like he was still just like, "Fuck it, let's go!" Like yeah. he just all this all the stuff he was saying to Joan Allen, uh, <laughs> driving down the street and just kind of be like, "Yeah, all the houses look the same," but but like he just did not. He was like, "No one's gonna believe." that I was in a coma, woke up, found my face, walked around with no skin for a while, smoked a couple cigarettes, <laughs> brought in, like, got my henchman to bring in the doctor to like then put more skin on my face. No lines from that. And then I lit everyone else on fire. Here I am. Like, no one's going to believe this. So I'm just going to do whatever I want. Literally, it's the confidence thing. If I think it's going to work out, it is going to work out. They were yeah. all ready to assume that Archer was so consumed and stressed about the Castor Troy situation that he would that dramatically shift in personalities after defeating Forget his him. dead son's um, birthday. Yeah, forget that. The posing with the bomb after defusing it was maybe He's... my favorite thing in the movie. He's just like holding up this like. Okay, so let's let's roll weapon. into least authentic then, because I had two. I had. I actually I had kind of three different things that I could have picked for what was the least realistic part of this movie. One of them is the celebrity of of Sean Archer at like Time Magazine writing about this man guy. of the year, the Time Man of the Year. I, I listen. I we were in a different place as far as magazines and print media. I just I I don't see it. Um. I also. Is this the worst prison escape ever? I'm not talking about how fun the scene is to watch. In terms of like when we see characters in action movies break out of prison. Yeah. Got a little more thought behind it. This is very much an, it. This is as on a whim a prison escape as possible. He's got his cigarette. He doesn't even know Bob is in there or no. Dugov or whatever. He doesn't even know he's in there and he's essential to the escape. So yeah. like if he gets in there and he, like, what's he like? All he would just burn. If, if, if that guy is not on the floor, ready to, ready to fight for him, covered in he vomit, can, covered in vomit, ready to covered fight for him. And if, if and, the guy didn't believe that he didn't sleep with his wife <laughs> and sister, he just, says, he just says, he's like, Hey, by the way, I didn't do that. You ready to help me? He's like, okay, I'm Frank Sabaka. I'll do whatever you need. <laughs> it's and then it's just like okay they he gets free he's got he's he doesn't have his, his metal boots on and he's got he's got his you know those are from, ready um, to fight you know those are from um super mario the, yes did the you know that trivia as well yeah i did not know that <laughs> what a what a ridiculous like for, did you know this was on an oil derrick like when I mean, he I mean, emerged, I've seen this movie a hundred and like well, okay, fifty times, so yes. Fair. <laughs> when he emerged, I was like, "Excuse me, is this like the?" I thought they had like transported him to like the the prison was now where they had Deep Blue Sea. Like, oh, <laughs> but hey. then I realized then I realized that they were about two miles off the coast. 
if that <laughs> still if that. still a hell of a swim yes. oh, like yeah. that, that swim. we get it it's it's ridiculous that he even manages to break out again a lot of bad shooting they and they also oh terrible shooting awesome. from a helicopter with a big yeah. gun and then so as soon as he jumps in the water the helicopter's like well i guess he's dead we got him <laughs> he's got, got him he's and gone. they like pulled him and i was like you're George gonna... Bush on the carrier mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're not going to check the water to see if like. I want to see his body. Yeah. There's just so much happening that I, I was like. You know, the most, the most competent person in law enforcement in this movie was actually Caster Troy as Sean Archer. He was yeah. the only one who seemed to be on top of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, it was so ridiculous. Are we, um, are we. Are we not going to talk about Nick Cassavetes and him kissing Gina Gershon on the lips? And Listen, I have a whole, what, I have a whole okay. thing about Cassavetes. I have a note that goes, are they siblings? They yes. kissed on the mouth twice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When she Cassavetes and Gershon brother. are both two fiery comets rolling through the universe in this movie. That are brother and sister. Yeah, that are brother and sister. And kiss For on the sure. mouth. It was, that was a... Huge, that was in the trivia that they both came upset. up with that as they thought it would be something that they would do. I don't like I don't like that. Okay, look, guys, well, I gotta let say me tell you something. My my mother-in-law kissed me on the lips one time, and <laughs> I was like, you have to you can't be like ugh. <laughs> but I but I was like, ugh. all right, bye guys. And then I went inside and I told my wife and I said, hey, this is not the type of family that we are. Yeah, we, I don't know what the right age is, but I feel like that's something that... Um, the age when someone starts giving blowjobs. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a good... Uh, yeah. yeah. That, 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 it's a good was, rule. Yeah, I was probably going to cut off a little younger than that. Like, you know, it's something I feel like young cute kids do with their parents like you kiss, okay, you sure. kiss, I kiss like, my kid on the lips that's fine yeah. no big deal totally fine. and once that's I, just at a certain point you that just doesn't yeah. and once know. we reach this point where I'm like then I don't it goes know, what's, on the cheek I don't know what's it been in there the cheek. I don't know what's been in there don't want it cheek <laughs> just right here I've got a huge um, beard nobody can stop it's it's a buffer <laughs> yeah, I will say like uh I know this is the was that bad like, was huge, that bad no, no, we're good. Um, the huge um, plot point is the actual face switching, but I got to tell you, I don't think that this surgery is plausible. <laughs> well, you don't I say. It's a bit of a stretch for me. You don't say. <laughs> I, I love, but I tell you what, I absolutely loved you every don't bit say. of it. Not the actual surgery, because again, gross. Yeah. Uh, but the actual, like, where he shows up and oh shout out cch pounder hell yes yo my girl cch pounder nick cassavetes margaret cho obviously we mentioned joan allen shout out to robert wisdom who plays tito which one robert he is he he is one of the ones who gets uh gets tied up and and doused with gasoline and he he's in the in the the scene where they're watching the surgery he's he's got the he's doing like the oh no yeah he's from the wire right see bunny bunny colvin yeah yeah Yeah. bunny colvin oh my god the best 
I see that's the thing is I don't know his real name. It's just like Frank Sabatka. I had to look him up the other day because I was like, yeah. it's the guy, it's Frank Sabatka. Bunny Colvin is chef's kiss. He's wonderful in everything. And I actually put in all caps, I said, oh no, Bunny Colvin, but he got lit on fire yeah. with my girl CCH founder. CCH she founder, the had, best. She was in one of my all-time favorite X Files episodes. Um, Dwayne Barry. I did not yeah. expect you to say X Files at all, but that's <laughs> I great. am a huge X Files fan. Didn't have a lot of friends. Listen, the, truth, no, the, the truth, <laughs> the truth is out there. Dude, I love I, Oh my gosh, that show is one of the most underrated, in my opinion. I think this it should be when people have the discussions about like top ten shows. Like, I, it's. It is so, like granted at like most shows from the mid nineties to early two thousands, they went a couple seasons too long. They didn't uh-huh. understand that process of like stopping. Oh, we should stop. <laughs> like they didn't quite understand the like Shits Creek Ted Lasso model we have now where they're like, We're gonna do four seasons and that's it. Like and you'll be sad because all of these actors and actresses are still around doing other projects, but it just won't be yeah. this because it told we told a whole story. Um, but she was in the episode of Dwayne Barry and she was like that, like an outside FBI coordinator that came in when he had a hostage situation at a travel agency because he was trying to get them to go to where he was abducted. Just, and shout mean, out travel agencies. Right? Again, love a good Barry travel agency pot, plot. Was very timed plot detail that can only exist in a certain window of time. Um, I've got a friend yeah, that runs a travel agency. I think I would enjoy doing that. So I like trip planning. Um, well, it's, a, it's like an eco travel. Oh. So it's like, if you want to take like an eco-friendly trip, they do like, a show. it's, I don't, I can't remember the I name like of it. That. So <laughs> I like that. I like that a is, lot. That's, it's, it's all like rickshaws. <laughs> it's like but it's self-powered. No, no, it's like going to like, going to see like cool, like it's not like just going and getting drunk and, all inclusive, whatever. It's like going to like see nature and. Well, that's cool. They re yeah. like they they fix the carbon footprint and the whole deal. Like they balance it all out with the trip. It's yeah. I love that. If anybody's interested, yeah. just I'll I'll look it up later. Yeah. Put <laughs> yeah. in the put in the episode the information notes. on that. Yeah, it's in the, yeah. Hell yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Why not? It's the opposite if you, of all the If you want to go to the eco friendly, yeah. If you want to go to the eco friendly travel agent, that that yeah. link will be in the show notes. I just goddamn right. I got some stuff I want to. I do have some stuff, some notes because I know we're not going chronologically through everything. Well, let's let's take the quickest of ad breaks, let's and then we're gonna get back with what worked. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So we're back. Let's get into what worked, what, what we haven't discussed yet about why this movie. Are we doing what something... didn't work after? Yeah, we're, we'll do what didn't work after. Let's, let's <laughs> okay, roll, good. Because I got some work. of that stuff. What worked? Yeah. Um, oh, man. What worked for me is this entire movie. I, I think it is. I wouldn't even call it a movie. I would call it a film. I would say it's a piece of cinema. And I think that it is a brilliant idea. I love how many birds there are at the end. I don't know if, how often you guys have been to church, but yes. I've went to church most of my life. I've never seen a bird in church. And if a bird did get into church, we would freak out and try to get it out. They seem There's to welcome the birds. Attack. There was a dove attack. <laughs> that it's church, like I, I also, dove attack. Like was- I know that, uh, I know that, you know, tax stuff with churches is, you know, they, they, they can definitely uh, sit on some nice pieces of land. That is a coastal church. Yes. That is expensive property. Beachfront church. Beach, yeah. Beachfront Jesus is, yeah. is hanging out. That's like, he, it's next to the bar in Top Gun Maverick. He's tan as Just, hell. Tan, tan, tan chilled Jesus. Tan chilled. Well, they, I love he's that. Playing, playing bocce ball after Sunday service. And they gave us enough shots because like, that's what works for me is just i think this does not work if it doesn't lean into everything as much as it does oh yeah like it, it just doesn't like i so so you can't, John, you can't half-ass this one hang on, i'll be right no, back i got something for you too i got my, my next what work you caroline you finish yours and i got another what work okay um i just think like the entire thing is just like on i i've several times in here where i didn't think i realized it but it was like this shit's unhinged this movie is unhinged like everything was just unhinged and i think that is what it's the john woo effect right like it's every single thing like it's the way that it's edited how they cut back and forth and stuff like that scene at the church we're all just shooting each other it's like here's a shot of a muzzle firing and then we're going to show you jesus and here's doves and here's jesus and we're back to the pew and here's jesus like and it just candles candles yeah. all this stuff that's just who's the guy like at the church in charge thing. of all that stuff like, i'm gonna like, give my my other guy my other thing that worked though right here oh yes <laughs> what is what is the plot device i i can never remember like what what MacGuffin? the device is like mcguffin yes it's like <laughs> as soon as soon as he gives her that it's like oh you know what you know what she's using that for and, and for folks, this is the the, the tool that that caster is that caster as archer is stabbed with at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. the uh, <laughs> I watched this was so spaced out for me because of just like I'm fostering two puppies right now, and they Ooh. are a handful. Um, plus, you know, work and life, yeah. and I was watching yeah. it. It's just like in this, I was watching on something that is called Pluto TV, which apparently is a real thing that exists. There are yeah no logins for it. <laughs> You get to to click on anything you want. And when I went to on demand, the very first thing that popped up was was face off. Like I don't know if it's well it should be. Yeah, and it was like, want to watch this? I was like, absolutely, I do actually. Um, but there were ads, so it took me a little bit longer. And so when she finally pulled that thing out, I was like, oh yeah. By the way, just just so people know, the thing we're talking about is a butterfly knife. And I just went and got my butterfly knife and showed them my butterfly knife. Because I just realized we never said anything about it. Yeah, we were like, yeah, the, the tool that stems with the thing. 
the the best tool to stab the terrorist that has taken your father's face and uh it's it's the move yeah it's the move i mean if if we want to talk about like what what works just the 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 plot it like the 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 face the the actual element of the face swap is a fucking incredible incredible action movie plot like no notes with that and like caroline said this thing being fully unhinged it's like it's like a hot air balloon in a lightning storm like you just got to let the thing go and we're gonna have fun if you had two if you had two people trying to hold it down to the ground wouldn't work as well get weird i gotta tell you their plan was really shitty because here's why they didn't have anybody watching the psycho terrorist that they just took the face off of there wasn't a guard there they didn't lock anything up they didn't like he had all the (laughs) that's the same it's the same reason we lose track of michael myers all the time it's like keep an eye on this guy yeah just just watch just have a guard there with like i'm sure you're i just was sitting there and i was like and you didn't write it down anywhere that this is what happened because now all three people that there's three people that knew and he was able to identify all three of them from the video this is a black bag operation. I wrote that down. Black bag operation. <laughs> we Nobody can't tell anybody. Know about it. I know. But <laughs> how are they making it? There should have been a fail safe, as I'm saying. Like, don't have all three of them in the video. Like, I don't know. How did his henchman get into the building? How did, with the, you know, like, Tommy that they Flanagan? found the doctor. Yeah. Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah. Scar- my I wife call- loves the guy that with the show. scars he's fantastic so I don't- my thing with this if you've already <laughs> dipped into the the lack of ethics into taking a fucking dude in a coma's face if you've already done that <laughs> you can't there's no more i feel like you just kill him like you just like he just gonna like he goes away oh guys can't believe it caster troy you're not gonna die in that coma can't dude, believe it everyone can't thought he was die. He would die without a face. That is so infection. Like when they showed up and he was smoking the cigarette, I died. Like I just absolutely died laughing. And this is all, this is not, this is, please do not misconstrue this as me not loving this because it was fantastic. I'm just saying like he, they rolled up and there was a faceless man, just, just muscle and sinew and whatever. Burning a heater. Yeah. <laughs> watching a video of the surgery where they took his face off <laughs> and they're like you know I was like you know what you're gonna do you're gonna give me that face that's in that bowl right there I'm just gonna put it right on what's this about dr walsh i was just uh, enjoying some of your greatest hits here oh, oh i hope you don't mind i i uh i partook in your groovy uh your groovy painkillers you know this is fabulous work this is this is oh <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> Bra fucking bow! Oh god, this is excellent. Bravo! Bravo! What do you want? Take one goddamn guess. Give me the <laughs> give me give me the bowl face. Give me I'll the take face. Uh, um, I also love that they were very true to most likely late nineties chest hair. Those men were rocking carpets and I'm oh not mad goodness. about it, but there were a lot of gratuitous chest hair scene, like a lot of chest and hair. knuckle hair. We got yes. a, we got a lot of knuckle hair in this movie. Yeah, I am. I'm going to say another thing they did, right. And this is something that my wife 
did look at me and say that I would do when he started cutting up his face. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, that's you would do that. Like, if you're going to lose, <laughs> you just destroy your face. So that if I can't have it, no one can. No one can. <laughs> It's just the, the pettiest, pettiest terrorist. It's like the, 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 it's like flipping the, the, she get, she described it as, it's like when you flipped over the Scrabble board when I was beating. <laughs> it's like losing a monopoly and be like, we're out of here. I'm done. Screw I'm, done. I'm leaving. I'm done. <laughs> and, but yeah, and I just literally, I, yeah, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I would, I, 100%, I would carve my face up and I'd, I'd write my name in my face. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like it Caster was... was here, and now good luck getting this back on your face, my man. So many times, too. I was like, especially early. This is what stressed me out about not just this intense surgery in which this man received another man's face, and also, by the way, got lipo and all of these like. <laughs> well, that's cosmetic... the other. Com- com- <laughs> completely changed his body structure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catches uh, catches a joke about uh, Travolta's chin too. Yes. Oh, that's that that also worked. Yeah, the hairline, the whole thing, and so he goes through this like incredibly traumatic procedure. Uh, survives, no scars, everything's looking great, no infections. Goes to a huge, very unclean-looking prison on an oil derrick. Uh, and then immediately proceeds to get in an all-out brawl, and I was like, "Don't do that! Your face is gonna slip off." Like, That's, <laughs> he's concerned. when he's Sabaka was gonna hit the face right off. <laughs> when he got into the heli, when he was going to the helicopter, and he just leaned up against the wall and was like, "My face, no. my face itches." Well, he got he got Bunny <laughs> Coleman to scratch his face for him. Yeah. Just gave him a little. A lot, he has you know, a lot of face touch. This is the most face touching I've ever seen. I was, I had that in the what didn't work, and <laughs> don't touch my face. The he did it to that child that he didn't know, Adam. Yeah. Which I got. Listen, I got an Adam note too. Because <laughs> let's do you. Do we want to get into what didn't work? Yes. I feel like we yes. have some good. Some good <laughs> yeah, for sure. Roll, roll into it. Um. What didn't work? I'm going to start with the whole Adam situation. Oh, they Did, just replaced the, the dead child. They've replaced the, the dead child. They replaced their dead kid. Um, but here's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go one step further. Adam is the name of He-Man. He has the same haircut as He-Man. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he grows up to be He-Man? I guess he grows up to be He-Man. This is the same universe. This is in the heat. This movie is in the He-Man universe. Here's Love a that. question: Who did yeah. Caster think was the father of of He-Man? Because I hope not the brother. I think Caster assumes it's him because Gina Gershon at the end seems to tell tell him like tell him as because he. I feel like she Caster told knows. him. She told him as Archer as Caster. She told him as Archer. And so at the end, she's telling Archer again that she, that it's take his care kid of our kid because wow. she already told him that it's their kid. So, so I don't who did Caster think? I think was he thinks. Father? I think he. I think that from a Caster standpoint, I think he thinks is like, yeah, did I have sex with this lady? Of course, but that's not my kid. It's got to be her brother's. <laughs> that's 
That's the scariest part of it all. Yeah, I know. Like, who does he think is, the father is? He's like the only people that have sex with her are me and her brother. Like, can't be mine. Like, absolutely wild. Look at his haircut. It can't be me. Stupid hair can't be mine. <laughs> doesn't have doesn't have my hairline. There's no way. But the face, the face waterfall. <laughs> that's too like that was. If you if you Kyle, if you walked up to your partner and you gave them a face waterfall, what would they say? Probably pack up. She'd probably be like something something wrong. We're going to stay in a hotel. Because I know if I did that to my wife right now, she'd be like, No. (laughs) Please don't. If I did it to my mom, my mom would be like, What are you doing? Please don't touch, don't ever touch my face ever again. I'm looking through my notes because I was trying to find something else that I just forgot. Is that Bald Guy? Is that Bald Guy Gina's brother? Yes. They kissed fully on the lips multiple times. They kissed on the lips. <laughs> on the lips. And it wasn't like, like, as like he's a, dying. It wasn't too, a, like it wasn't. Well, that's there was a, some emphasis, some oomph behind that kiss. Well, the, the other part of it is is speaking of lip kissing. How? What do you do? When you're Sean Archer, who's Caster Troy, who comes back to being Sean Archer, knowing that the the Caster Troy as Sean Archer, he's just been piping out your wife. You're doing some mental gymnastics for quite a long time, especially when you also resisted even kissing Gina Gershon, who I will say Gina Gershon in this one. (laughs) God bless. Like, this is around the time that I think for all our Ted Lasso fans out there that we're assuming that Gina Gershon was dating Roy Kent, as he references <laughs> in season two. And uh, man, she uh, she's a pro, she's very a beautiful pro. lady. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. you you get home, Joan Allen. She's been somebody's been putting the blocks to her. <laughs> That's not you. I'm still stuck on that. Look, Joan Allen doesn't have a wagon. <laughs> she, listen, great actress. I think she's a beautiful lady. She does not have a wagon. That's a fact. They, they happy ending this movie with them all, you know, hey, group hug in here. Let's all get in here. We're all good. Let's, but they happy ending. Let's think about everyone's trauma. Like, like well, Sean's going through the. My on, wife is on. getting piped by Caster Troy. Before we get before we get to everyone's trauma, my wife brought up this point. You're not going to pick your husband up from the hospital. <laughs> She's just waiting. <laughs> There's also the moment where like he clearly surprises everyone with this replacement child, He Man, and. <laughs> He doesn't even say like he he like immediately they're like okay great um, we call you Michael now just, D- doesn't explain doesn't explain where he came from no, why he needs a place to live no and then he looks at Joan Allen and goes we good basically like makes the like this is cool you're cool you. she's like she nods all solemnly like, okay yeah, oh, Kyle, I'm good. let's go through the let's go through the trauma let's go through the trauma. <laughs> Do we let's start with let's start with Adam. Let's start with the child. Okay. So <laughs> parents um, are dead. Parents are dead. Witnessed a horrific shootout. Yeah. Horrific. 
like uh what two days but he was before. listening to somewhere over the rainbow so it's yes like, that was cool. the, that was the needle drop where i was like this is the wildest thing i've ever seen Let, let's also just think about like the house he was living in i don't i don't think watching cassavetes go about his business is <laughs> i don't even know un- what drugs those were that they put into the drinks cassavetes he had energy in this movie that was indescribable like it's kind of cocaine energy, but he's it, he's pulling from something else too. It's great. It, I mean, Cassavetes in this, but we'll get to the Lenny Harris pinch hitter award. But yeah, he's he's killing it. So that that's Adam. That's that's what Adam's unpacking. So Joan Allen is one just traumatic event. Finds out that she's she's been uh, sleeping with the terrorist who killed her son but also is deep down unpacking. Like I liked him a little more too. Yeah. Like she's not going to admit it to anybody, but she's like, I liked that guy. He was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. He lit candles and we had lobster. How many candles has Sean lit for me ever? It's like, a, it's like yeah. an, uh, an airplane when the, the wife who's like, you know, he never throws up at home. She's like doing that whole yeah. thing with Sean. Like, Sean never ever was- lit me candles. Her diary was hilarious. I mean, she's an like, adult nights, woman. This was out again. We haven't had sex in two months. Was like in her dear diary. It was. Imagine Caster Troy's delight too. Like you get to your your enemy's house and you read that from oh, his wife, oh. and you're just like, <laughs> no matter what, I've won. We're having sex tonight. This is gonna be way easier than I thought. And he's like, Caster Troy gets there, and he's like. Oh, I've been ruining this guy's life for years. <laughs> <laughs> I already won. Oh my god! So Joan Allen goes through that. By the way, I will say this: this is the movie that made me realize I need to know my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Just oh in case. God. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know my blood type. Oh, pause, baby. Be negative. Let's go. Kyle, I have no idea. <laughs> well, guess what? Yeah, you are. You, you are, are the, screwed. You're the top candidate to be face offed. <laughs> They'll never figure it out now. Uh, oh, um, the daughter. Uh, oh, that was oh, her trauma. Is I mean, she shot her father. That shot was, her dad. Stabbed yeah. another guy. Stabbed the guy that looked like her dad. Went on a date with Danny Masterson, which we've all found out is not a good thing. Horrible person. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, horrible person. That's the last we'll speak of him on this episode. Watch, watch she, the terrorist beat up Danny Masterson. <laughs> yeah. She uh, hilariously fell down a flight of stairs. Uh, yeah. oh, I don't understand how she didn't just hold on to the rail. Built different. It was She's the... going to uh... fall down the stairs. <laughs> And honestly, he kind of like abandoned her in that stairwell real quick. Like yes. she was still out in the open and he was like, oh, hold on. I got a duck and some cover. <laughs> Good luck. It's crazy. This like, was a this was a very, very much an every man for himself movie. But like the other thing, though, with the daughter. How does she go back to not smoking in the house? Oh, oh yeah. no, she's 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 heaters for life. Yeah. She's, and also that's I mean, that she's committed. Be the where he came in and just leaned too close. Like I just that's that's it's gross. <laughs> I remember watching <laughs> this. This came out of what? This came out of what? Ninety six or ninety seven? Ninety seven. 
97. So 97 came in summer, what, summer 97, 84. So I'm, I'm 12 or 13. We saw this in the theaters. And literally, that was the part where I was like, oh, no, is he going to have sex with this kid? I was, it was, I've seen it and I still, I'm still like, man, like he's just so close. I was like, this is gross. And it's just because they try, they overly sexualize her. They overly sexualize her with the underwear. Like she could, if she had had like a pair of gym shorts on, like the scene is still creepy. It's not as creepy. But they overly sexualize him too with on the plane to start. They make him seem like a predator. Oh, yeah. he, He is. He yeah. in in the first five minutes of this movie, we see him shoot a child and suck a woman's tongue. Yes. He is a different kind of wild card that we have not yes. seen He's around a, these parts. They he I, I don't mean to say they make him seem like a predator. He's yeah, a no, no, predator. I get what you're saying. Yeah, he is a predator. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And it's just that just the that was the stuff that I was the most uncomfortable with. Is like John Travolta exuding those weird vibes was just like so strange. Oh man. yeah, after you watch like, his uh, after you watch his Instagram videos. <laughs> I haven't done that. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. Have you not seen I, his Instagram videos? No. no. Oh man. John Travolta is a guy <laughs> who I don't want to pretend that he I I I don't want to know anything about him anymore. Yeah. I'm just I'm yeah. out. I Good. love yeah. Pulp Fiction. I love Grease. Okay, speaking, I have something that didn't work regarding we mentioned the cigarettes. Yes. So I saw Grease at a very young age. My mom loves <laughs> Grease. Uh-huh. You know, Grease nice catchy song, word, stuff like that. No and that movie taught me, you know, what every kid needs to know. Smoking is very cool. You can look very cool doing it. <laughs> Smoking, Smoking is, is cool. I wrote Smoking that in my super notes. Cool. Smoking is cool. John Travolta has lost the magic he had in Greece because he looked very uncomfortable with those cigarettes. Yes. John Travolta <laughs> in Greece is one of the coolest smokers of all time. Looks fucking awesome. Danny, <laughs> Z- Guys, Danny Zuko. Can rock a, he can rock that cigarette as much as a leather jacket. Let me make sure I get it. Right Smoking there. cigarettes <laughs> is cool. <laughs> I just, every time I watch something from when you could smoke everywhere, it just yeah. continues to blow my mind that that was, and growing up, like I remember, like there was smoking and non smoking sections at restaurants. Yeah. And thinking about that now is, it's wild. Like the play, like just, and I was watching The Killing this week, all this weekend. Just, I don't know, oh, because I watched For All Mankind, which has uh, Joel Kinnaman. And then I was like, it's great it, in got The got Killing. It, I haven't finished The Killing. Yeah, so anyway. Nobody finished um, The Killing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I I loved it like 10 episodes in. And I was like, I got it. I'm done. Yeah, they. I think, oh, anyway, that's a whole nother. They How needed wet to wrap can this up show that. be? I'm telling you, I lived in seattle for three or north of seattle for three years it did not rain that hard once and it rains that hard every episode let's think about seattle it's like it rarely if ever pours it just no, drizzles just constantly it's just like a constant yeah like constant mist. real real seattle misty yeah real seattleites don't have umbrellas they have good rain jackets yeah. and this show is just like here is a bunch of buckets of water. We're just going to consistently pour. Anyway, that's not. Can I ask you guys a question? I know this is a little off topic. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think the killing. <laughs> I, this it, it relates to the killing, but I think that in Chicago, New York, like real cities, I don't think that you should be allowed to have umbrellas. I think you sh- everyone should just have to have rain jackets. It's annoying to walk into take. the city. And, and, and you're saying you're a Chicago resident, so. Yes. It's because annoying to like, because some people have those gigantic ones bingo. that you can't. 
Yeah. And then it just like gets water on you or yeah. It's pokes a, you in the head. It's in the way. Unless you have those like bell drop umbrellas that are clear plastic to see through. Yeah. Where you can put them directly over you. I don't think you should have umbrellas in the city. Yeah. My, one of my favorite Jim Gaffigan bits was like, no one really owns an umbrella. It's just a baton that you pass around the world. <laughs> You're constantly yeah. losing them and just someone else. And it's one of the few things that if you found when lost, you're like never, ever going to attempt to return it to the owner. It's just At yours all. now. Like there are very few things that. <laughs> in Texas, it's just more in vogue to be completely unprepared for whatever weather <laughs> you might have. Like, oh, it started raining. Fuck, I own an umbrella. Oh, but it's it's under my bed. Or it's like, <laughs> I, I left it at a relative's house who I haven't seen in three years. It's in a closet from the yeah. last time that it rained. Oh, I meant to buy a rain jacket. Like, ah, oh, damn it. Well, I guess I'm just going to get soaked running into the grocery store. Like, so that's more, it's, it's just, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a law. We're just backwards with everything. We, we don't prevent things here. Um, okay. uh, I have another didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, the bomb plot. Sure. Fine. They didn't go super into it. Not a lot of details. How long was the countdown and why? They had a week. 236 hours? Caster Troy was all about delayed gratification. It's yeah. something that something that the youths can learn about. It is. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, they shouldn't have the time. Like, it's just about, like, it just, why? It's like the bad guys talking to James Bond longer than they need to thing where they're like, let me tell you everything that I'm doing and then you're going to escape. And now, you know, my whole plot, like that is such a huge window to allow someone to find out your plans. They had enough time to undergo. Well, one have that entire batshit crazy uh, airline airport scenario right. where I still don't quite understand. Did they like, when they, like, he walked into the jet wash of just a jet engine that was sitting there that was connected to something that just had flipped this anyway. I won't, just I don't a, have to it was just a, it was a, listen, everybody <laughs> knows that in airplane hangars, they have a jet engine that is connected to some sort of a switch that you just someone can shoot and then it starts and then you can push someone into it and then they will get blown up and then you just hit one red button and it stops. Stop. Can we just can we roll this into best scene? Because like the opening scene, that is like the climax of any other action movie, <laughs> and it's the first scene of yeah. this and movie. It's the, the start first of the movie. Major. Oh, I got a best well, scene for like, you. Well, because they did that, so they did that whole scene. Then he, like, they debrief and you know, um, government agencies take a like. So they have a debrief for the situation. They find out that there's another plot going on. They pitch the face-off situation. He says no, tries his own way of interrogating mm-hmm. people. Because then decides, Gina Gershon. <laughs> yeah, then decides to go with the intense mm-hmm. face-off procedure. Has that done, does not die, recovers, gets sent to the maximum security prison on the oil derrick. I love this. Uh, spends <sighs> multiple days, days there. Mm-hmm. Uh, swims 45 miles back to shore or whatever mm-hmm. the endurance yeah. sports movie, movie endurance swimming movie yes yeah, yeah yes, I would you're... assume that they tell you not to get salt water in your new face wounds but I don't know it's, it's... maybe it's and good then... for it <laughs> you're, you're, you're not saying still that nothing is hasn't wrong exploded nothing that you're saying is wrong have happened and it then when he, does defuse it, when he does defuse it 
he just goes upstairs and like tells the actual bomb get out of here to get out of here they skedaddle and he just puts the code in uh and no one is like hey, one second how did you how did you do that i'm a genius he's just like i'm a super cop I'm a <laughs> he's like He's essentially like Biff Tannen when he gets the uh, when almanac. he gets the, the the almanac. He's just like, oh, yep, I'm just the smartest person in the world. I'm just the greatest. Know everything. Is, so- is Sean Archer the last of the super cops? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I just... serious. Like Tango and Cash, Riggs and Murtaugh. Like, is this the last of super cops? Like, we don't have that anymore. No, we phased that out. Yeah. Um. Well, do you, when was Speed? When was Speed? Speed was before this. Five? Yeah. 96? Yeah. He's, he, man, you want to talk about Babe oh. Central, Keanu Reeves oh, exuding he's, he's Babe still, Central. He's now. still a babe. Yeah. Great. That's like peak, like, man. I mean, right. Listen, the, the, the Patreon listeners right now are making a major push for Youngblood to be covered next month, and that is. Uh, 80s Keanu it is a oh, hockey yeah. movie with 80s Keanu yeah, and 80s Rob Lowe. Yeah, I know, Speaking of... <laughs> I know it. No Tom Skerritt, though. No Peter Gallagher. <laughs> no, 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 no Skerritt or Gallagher for you, Caroline. So, here's what I got. Here's what I got. I got I got one thing that didn't work. We don't have to talk about it. I just want to know that I just do want to put this on record. Why is Eve dressed like Ebenezer Scrooge? Um, <laughs> That didn't make any sense to me when when Troy as Archer comes into bed with her and wakes her up and then she's dressed like Ebenezer Scrooge. Doesn't make <laughs> more any face sense. touching, by the way. Like also no one sleeps like she was like sitting up and was like, was, like on a fainting couch, like hand by her head. That's and he comes sleep. in, touches her face <laughs> and then goes, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. But is that Why is how it. That is how I see Why it. are you really? You, Felder, you and my one of my college roommates has that kind of gift where they can just fall asleep, like sitting up or laying in a weird, like ha- kind of upright position. I have bad heartburn, and that's the way I have to sleep. <laughs> I did for a long time, and my whole body is messed up. But I do, and this is something I forgot for a what did work. So I don't mean to backtrack, but I am going to tell you this. <laughs> or you know what? No, I'm going to put it, I'm putting it into best scene. Best scene. Okay, so well, best scene. I want to talk about the the opening scene is ridiculous. Like one of the, is it, it an this is part scene? of the opening scene. Okay, roll roll with it then. When he opens up the box with the chicklets. <laughs> yep, I took a note. The, and the, the joints. two in the joints, the the pills, and the two desert eagles. <laughs> gold desert eagles. Gold black and gold desert eagles. I was like. When I was a kid, I was like, this is the fucking dopest shit I've ever seen. 26 minutes late. Casing didn't fit right. See, I told you goddamn Dietrich would try to pawn off some cheap shit North Korean plastic. Casing fit like a condom. You didn't deviate from the plan, did you? Pollux? Well, how long do you want me to sit here twiddling my thumbs? I pay for the jet. Save us some time. That's what the boys are for. To hide our famous faces. This is what adulthood is like. like <laughs> you get to do. You anything mean to tell me want. you could be an adult and you could have chiclets and pills, joints, and a, and two desert eagles? That's great. 
when I rewatched it this morning, I I was remember he shoots the the flight attendant and mm-hmm. knocks her out of the, knocks her out of the plane and does that shrug. And I was trying to like, where have I seen another a character in a movie do that same shrug? And I just realized. It's a national treasure after Sean Bean gets yep. perp walked out of the old North church and he sees, he sees Nicholas cage and he gives him the shrug. He just <laughs> same, same playbook, completely well, different scenario. Same, same playbook. Am I to believe that that was an FBI agent? Yes. Woman? Wait, what and, do you mean? Are you to believe that? That's winter. Yeah. That's winter. The woman, the woman who sat on his lap is winters. And, sucked on his tongue which somehow feels like the dirtiest possible thing to say <laughs> yes that's 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 agent winters she is committed to her did you not did you not later in the movie when he when the real archer walks back in and they're congratulating him about no he lists the names of all the people that he got the bottle of champagne from the winters CIA. is one of them and winters yeah. was the person they put on the plane yeah no i just when That's they were her. like, when they were like, she was because it. I was just very confused. I thought I heard her go, "I'm FBI." She had like knocked over, and I was like, "What?" Because she pulled her gun out. Yeah, um, there's also a line out. in that scene where he has his gun to the head of the pilot and says, "Fly, bitch." Yes, that's great. That whole scene, right? Wonderful. Whole, line. The, the whole scene is amazing. Like, and it it essentially. The movie starts off with the the child assassination, but yes. then it runs it runs into this That's extended in like sepia action tone. Yeah, yeah, it's it like goes, flashbacks almost. This scene goes from like playing chicken with a jet into an airport shootout into just this like this mono mono like our first Mexican standoff of the of the film, where they're pointing the gun at each other. They're both out yeah. of bullets, and then him getting uh, running into the jet stream of the. Uh, of just of the, the engine sitting there. Incredible. Just, yeah. Like well, an incredible start to an action movie. Bonnie Colvin is driving a Humvee holding a machine gun in this scene. It's it's incredible content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's I mean, it's an ama- amazing, amazing scene. Fly, um, bitch. The prison fight is also <laughs> right. fantastic. How many, how many prison fights have had this many like incredible character actors? Like Thomas, Thomas Jane, is in, Jane. Thomas Jane is in this and Boogie Nights in the same the same year. You remember Felder Thomas yeah. Jane and Boogie Nights mm-hmm. as quite a he's the young kinda, guy kind of same energy yeah kind of same energy. Uh, John Carroll Lynch is is one of the guards. Yeah, uh, excellent yeah. character yeah. actor. Um, I mean, come on! Like, anytime you got the Punisher around, you got to watch out. Yeah, I love that movie, The Punisher. Yeah, yeah, Jane and Travolta reuniting. Yeah. Oh, back that, yeah, that's right. Bringing back that dynamic. Oh, yeah. My dad oh, yeah. loves, loves that movie. Love <laughs> that's one where he'll like, he'll like randomly watch it. He'll call me like, Pun- Punisher's on. Watch Punisher's Punisher. on. Yeah, Punisher's <laughs> on. That's his like, oh, it's on movie. <laughs> my, my dad's is, uh, is my cousin, Vinny. Or U.S. Marshals. Um, uh, my, my wife watched has watched The Fugitive. Uh Oh, um, that's that's auto turn on. She's yeah. she's. I don't care. I, I bought it, and she. I bought it, and it's another one of that I bought on demand, and she just watches it every night if I go to bed early. I love this. That's an auto turn on. I'm breaking plans to finish it. How does she feel about Air Force One? She loves Air Force One. Of course, because it's amazing. Yeah, give me back my plan. That's a sports movie. He's watching. Uh, Car- he's watching. He's watching football game. on the. Yeah, yeah. Caroline, 
July, Air Force One has its 25th, oh, 25th anniversary. Oh, look at oh, that. I love that movie. Oh, my have God. The, have the I notes right there. Yes. Um, oh. Back into back best scene, the shootout at Cassavetti's place. We've talked about That's it. That's a, a really bit. cool shootout. And the, the tension, it, it's, it starts, obviously, it's got that somewhere over the rainbows starting it out. But then when they dial it down to the two of them and the tension, and he's got the Desert Eagle and he's got his service rifle, or I mean his ser- his service handgun, and they're talking to each other through the little through that one partition, and I love it because he says the quote. I don't want to get the quote what right. He's like something about give yourself up or whatever. Switch. Let's switch. I hate being you. And then he goes. Or we can go to plan B. Let's just kill each other. I don't know what I hate wearing worse. Your face or your body. I mean, I enjoy boning your wife, but uh, let's face it. We both like it better the other way, yes? So why don't we just trade back? You can't give back what you've taken from me. Oh, well, plan B. Let's just kill each other. And shoot through the mirror. And they shoot through the mirror. And I'm like, you guys would both be dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's how bullets uh, work. (laughs) (laughs) We saw this from the sepia toned opening. Um. It is uh, another. I think part of the tension comes into the fact that it's more stormtrooper shooting because you don't yeah. you don't know when someone's going to get hit. And also, then another they crazy are, flip. There are oh tons of flips, um, and the FBI agents are unsettlingly comfortable with shooting in the general direction of a small child. Yes. Uh, and except I, I was a little t- except for the time oh. when he goes, "Don't shoot." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. You guys, you guys don't have to shoot at him right there. Like there is a child there. <laughs> like they were shooting in that general direction before Caster got over there to save the child. <laughs> I was. Gonna, it seemed like they were trying to shoot the child. <laughs> Look. They're like, oh, they seemed, they seemed like, open to it. This little yeah. kid with the headphones, kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> I will. I want to. He saved it. Cassavetti's too in this one there's there's two types of frantic drug energy and like in shootouts or crazy situations in movies there's the guy who's like freaking out about everything going crazy or there's the guy who is too unnervingly calm because he's on just literally everything and there's this massive shootout happening he's just like man my place is getting really fucked up it's incredible that is one of my favorite lines of the movie what he said what did he say oh my god I wrote it down he's like Man, they're fucking up my place. <laughs> he also, when he takes that uh, bullet to the neck for his uh, lover, I mean sister, um, he he's holding it, and he they do another mouth kiss, um, yep. and he just then takes his hand off of it, and it's facing away from the camera, but it's just like this, like hilarious, like comically alert. <laughs> comical amount of blood spurting out of his neck where he's just like hey thanks bud there's no it like this whole like it, i don't know why but it's just like what are we doing it absolutely just cracked me up an, an incredible shootout and then the final like the finale yes we get a church shootout the ultimate oh, mexican oh, yeah. standoff no no, no. Mm-hmm. the finale of the of the cassavetti shootout 
after Pollux goes through the roof down to the well, ground yeah. and then dies. And then Archer is like, oh, I'm still a bad guy. And the guy is like, <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you upset he's about? Like, it's just Pollux Troy. And he's like, bang. Right, right in the head. And then, perfect accuracy who, on this one. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, again. best shot of the movie. Yeah, well, and it also is kind of like the. It's another one where it's just like so. The effects aren't there with regards to the. Uh, it's like the next spurting. It's just like a, I don't want to say comical because this man was like shot in the head, but it's just like like you're just like okay, this was done in like like the middle school class where they're like oh no <laughs> like you're on stage on stage and you're like throwing the scarves out to like be the blood <laughs> i do think it works Stuff for this that. movie though how the lack of cgi because i think like yeah, if this is out 10 years later it would have been in that peak bad cgi era and it, mm-hmm. i think it would look worse than this one if it came out now it would look worse yeah because it would be fake it would be all fake muzzle flares all fake blood it would look way worse now. It would look terrible. Yeah. Uh, can terrible. we, real quick, this isn't necessarily a fan. This is just something that I wanted to throw in there before I forget. But I, I paused the movie at one point, And it was after um, they caught Caster, real Caster, before they do any face swapping. And, and uh, Archer is going through his old files and goes to the record or whatever you want to call it of the of his son's death and i paused because i had to like write down what they show on the screen so at the top in all caps it says carousel sniper victim damage report the boy died in the arms of his father fbi agent sean archer on the carousel in griffith park caster troy had intended to kill sean archer but the bullet traveled through him and struck michael in the chest (laughs) the entirety of the report and it wasn't on the screen long enough for anyone to read it (laughs) and i'm just Attention trying to, to figure detail. out yeah. like who who this was for um and <laughs> it's, that's i don't even know that. that i have that i have anything else on it i just was like this is it was it read like a a video game open like a level yeah. open for a video game where it was like here's your background mission like, like you see like, what they said about the Croatian ambassador then too because I know he assassinated a Croatian ambassador. Set deck was like, I we gotta get really, a little bit of something in here. I really enjoyed all of the late nineties computer screen content. I is, is what I that's the best way to sum it up. Whether it was like in the operating theater or I am uh, finding more and more that I love like re watching an old movie, I love just like seeing that 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 computer screen. Like the yeah. the, the up to date like the green what was fancy, the green, them them punching in computers. I love that shit. Even Speaking like Bueller changing his grades. I Dude. love X Files had some great early computer scenes where they were like trying to search things on the internet. Um Dude, you had to see I'm, it all where they like went from microfiche machines to like <laughs> I'm telling you, Mission Impossible, the first one with the the first one with John Voight and there he's like he's just like emailing to like the internet by itself and it's just like I don't think that's how this works at all. <laughs> um, so I what do we what's 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 our next stuff we have before we're done? What do you what do you have? Because I I don't know where to fit in the the last thing that I have. Well, the just the last scene for best scene. Last, I mean, the church shootout is we get. Yeah. Mexican standoff with eight different people pointing guns at each other. We get a boat chase. Yeah, people we get a just spear kept gun walking death. in. 
people just kept walking in and they're like, oh, it was it was like it was like the fucking it was like we drove your daughter. We drove your daughter to this gunfight. Like the Anchorman one, but I also got really strong office vibes from that where Dwight, <laughs> Michael, and Andy are in the like, oh, oh, <laughs> because they were all just like Gina Gershon walks in and they're like, surprise, I'm here too. And she's like, hey, baby, how you doing? And like, <laughs> she was good with the gun. And- oh, she yeah. Was. Gershon was <laughs> rocking it, man. She was rocking it every ass. <laughs> Felder, what's the best scene in this movie? Is it the opener? I think it's the open. I think it's, I think I'm telling you when he takes his two desert Eagles out, I'm, I'm in. I think that's like, that's the part where I'm like, we got a movie like this is going to be it. But yeah, if I had to go a little bit later, I probably would say, man, cause there's so much in the middle. Like there's these things that like, cause we didn't even talk about the hospital and testing the blood. He's just again, like lurking in the hospital. But I also, my wife goes, why didn't he just tell her the story of um, trying to take her out for surf and turf? And yeah, the first time around. He does such an awful job. And in, in every movie where we have the scenario of, I need you to believe that I, like Back to the Future, when yeah. he shows up, Marty starts spitting out information that only he would know. You know, you you invented the flux capacitor and you got, I know how you got that, you know, that yeah. mark on your forehead and stuff like that. And Sean just like, it's this crazy situation. You, you just uh, gotta believe me. You gotta believe me. I'm, I'm terrible. Type, I'm type, I'm O, I'm O negative. He's AB. Why does he know his blood type? That's crazy too. Yeah. How many cops know other people's blood types? <laughs> well, and he the first time was when he called her. And so she didn't even have the side effect of not she thought she was getting on the phone with her husband and she was. And so it wasn't the side effect of seeing Nicolas Cage. Obviously the voice is different, but it's a I need you to listen to me. Like go into details, not like all the shit he said where she's like, uh, never call here again. He's like, okay, I'll just show up. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I'm going to show up in my leather jacket after we just had this huge shootout. And um, I met I met our new son, Adam. <laughs> he's gonna great. Him you're going to love him. <laughs> great hair. Okay, he's great. You just, you're going to love him. Listen, love him. He-Man's going to show up. It's going to be fantastic. He's going to be the master of the universe one day. Don't worry about it. It's going to be great. Um, don't worry. And then also all you're going to have to do is um, stab someone to get their blood type and take that to the lab overnight. Are you kidding me? If someone stabbed me in the middle of the night, I'd be like, what just happened? <laughs> he just rolls over and goes back to sleep. Yeah, He's like, oh, mm, mm. if you stab me, I'd be like, hey, man. You stabbed me. This is, <laughs> speaking of the hospital scene in my notes, I have stopped touching my face. And then I went, see, that's smart because he knows no other sane person fucking does that. No, it's fucking, it's crazy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man, he does it to so many people. And I was just like, like, dude, stop touching my face. And then he licks, what's her name? He licks the daughter's face. Yeah, that was. In the final scene? Yeah. He's like, Bleh. the final the scene with the, like, again, Caster Choice is certified the, freak. Yeah. Yes. All of the um, On a choices in the final scene, like the, all the choices with the parkour kill me. Like there's so much unnecessary, like 
somersaulting in this movie. Yes. <laughs> it's incredible. The hallmark. There's so many things where it's just like, where in the, he, I think in the final scene, he does it in the middle of the room. Like he's not diving behind anything. In the middle. He doesn't the go middle behind of the church. anything. He, di- he, he just does a flip. Yeah. It's the wild. The spirit got him. Um, just, <laughs> just felt it. There's that that's incredible. And then there's literally a dove attack outside. Yes. That right before the dog and inside, yeah. Right before the daughter incorrectly shoots whichever you know, good guy, bad guy. Um, I want to give a shout out to the stunt double that was dragged alongside this boat uh, because that <laughs> looked miserable. <laughs> Probably a lot uh, and, of miserable stunts in this one. Yes. Uh, and when he took a swing with that anchor, I was like, he doesn't survive that if that made contact. Like that is that's it. That's it's gonna close. hurt you very badly. Yeah. yeah. And then just the whole <laughs> I keep thinking about him cutting up his own face. So petty. And screw you. <laughs> um I'm gonna die anyways. Finds, What's the difference? Where did he find the spear gun? Did I just miss that? There's a lot happening in the last scene. Just, I, yeah, I, in the, in the crash it. boat. It exploded yeah, though. Did it throw it out when they crashed? Yeah, of course. Might Everybody have, gra- yeah, how might that have grabbed it. It's similar to, okay, so you know, did you guys ever see The Marine with John Cena? Yeah, of course. Like the best I, movie ever made. I, Every... I, I have not seen The Marine. <laughs> it's bad. It's very bad. It's amazing. You don't need to see Every, it. <laughs> Every single vehicle or building that he exits in this movie explodes. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah. Love that for him, though. And it's just, I, I will say, so I you mentioned Mission Impossible, and I... Really, actually really like the Mission Impossible series minus the second one which is terrible that's the one directed, right. by, directed by John Woo, John Woo. Yeah. that's when the one they, with the rabbit's foot it's the chimera something chimera. or other but the thing, it's the one where Philip they Seymour drive Hoffman. no that was yeah. the, that was the third the, one wasn't it it's the one where they drive the motorcycles at each other oh the motorcycle fight yes and I think that's that the might second be one the, Philip Seymour Hoffman that might be I think the, is the third one dumbest thing i've ever seen on film oh it was um, one of the coolest things that i ever saw in my entire life that you could guys, fight on motorcycles are you kidding me and you could hit just, your motorcycle <laughs> wheels and like hit motorcycles and like <laughs> it's like modern day jousting but with it, motorcycles that what do you walk mean? so the fast franchise could run yeah what do you <laughs> thank you so much you're spot oh, on yeah, yeah. are you kidding oh. me what? Doing stoppies and wheelies. Like, it also doesn't help that it is by far the worst hairdo for Tom Cruise ever. Like that hair is like Listen. Adam grown up. Like it's just two thousand slightly better. Two thousand was a tough time for everyone. It was a hard and time, and the other part of it is, is if you can grow hair that much, you grow it. As a man, I say this as a man. As a man. As a man, tough look. If you can grow that much hair, you grow it. Because he's got that. He's got Vanilla Sky. He's in Magnolia PTA yeah. right before that with a lot of yeah. hair. PTA you, big PTA episode of Big Screen Sports. And now he can't. <laughs> He'll love this. Our good friend Paul is going to be thrilled that he's he got name dropped. He's going to be. going to love. He's going to love this episode. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm telling you, Caroline, if you can grow that much hair as a man, yeah, and you're that old. You're like fuck this i'm getting the hair it's just you know all the scientology stuff aside he's a, in he's a handsome man 
Tom Cruise. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It's like when Tom Brady did the whole thing. Like Giselle was like, "You should grow." Ooh, that I mean, that was a bad face. That that was but probably the he worst. He could grow that much hair. He could. So he. Just I mean, money, money him. can buy. Yeah, money can buy that hair. Sure, and guess what? LeBron's trying to buy as much hair as he can, and guess what? Can't grow that much. That's true. That's that's true. Oh, LeBron's somewhere sitting somewhere sipping a red wine, like. <laughs> LeBron is LeBron's listen, looking Le- for a podcast. LeBron's my he's my age. We I am one month and five days older than LeBron James. Oh man. Look at this. You see this? What's that? That's not hair. <laughs> There's no hair there. I am team. I like I think that the short hair is a great look. I think it's the best thing you can do is is commit to. Let me tell you something. If I could have a freaking humongous head of hair. I would have it. Well, you know who's rocking that hardcore is Cage. This is the shortest his hair has been in a movie, but otherwise, like he's had the the widows, he's had the power alleys going forever. But he's like, I'm, I'm. <laughs> his hair is terrible. In this movie. <laughs> he has a wig. These are that all, cannot every, be. Is that a wig? Everything that he's done, probably since from the Rock till everything is, it's all wigs. It is I awful. I don't. It's know. all wigs. No one would choose, like, I don't know. Like, all the options. You think in, in, the in world. National Treasure, he's got the power alleys, but the yeah. huge puff of hair. Yeah, it's a wig. What are you, are you laughing know. at that? That's the reason power why. Power alleys. I've never I, heard of power alleys. You've never heard of power alleys? No. <laughs> power alleys. That's the reason I'm bald now. I started going bald right here, like deep, way back, way, way, way back in the power alleys. Yeah. You, power alleys. You get you get you get doubles alley out there and yeah. it's game over. I was like, let me tell you something. If <laughs> if my freaking hairline is hitting doubles against me all the time, I gotta just go ahead and let it go. That's incredible. Let's see how they let's see how they play on a pit on a on a bear field. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's go for best quote here. Okay, I have two. I got it. I, okay, I, I want to hear it. I got one. I already have mine. I know mine. I'm ready. I have the, the, the spot on one is I'd like to take his face off. Off. Yeah. Perfect. And then uh, the one I really love right in the beginning of the movie, try terrorism for hire. We'll blow up some shit. It'll, it's more fun. Faster, your time's up. <laughs> well, you better hit me, Sean, because you only got one bullet left. So do you. Wow. We've got something in common. We both know our guns. What we don't have in common is that I don't care if I lived, and you do. Sean, that hurts. You're not having any fun, are you, Sean? Why don't you come with us? Try terrorism for hire. We'll blow some shit up. It's more fun. Shut the fuck up. You watch your fucking mouth! I'm about to unleash the biblical plague hell a deserves. That's love good. That. I love that one. Caroline? Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to go through my notes and see all the stuff that I wrote down. I really do like fly, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also like, sir. The CIA sent this over, and he does the like. Didn't know they cater. Send it back. <laughs> I love it. We're so secret. When we snap our hands, nothing happens. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Really, anything. Oh, there was one that um, uh, that Nicholas Cage said, where he's just like, um, no. Where is it? He's like, okay, okay, I'm bored, I'm bored. Like that one. Yes. Um, he has several of those like 
okay, I'm bored. Let's do this. Like just wild, wild things that he says. I think he's, a, he's a because he's an insane person. Yes, legitimate crazy person. All right, Felder, so what is yours? I have two, and I will preface this by saying I've been saying these since I saw this movie in theaters. <laughs> I've been saying them to the point that my wife does not like it. <laughs> I've been saying it to the point that my daughter, who is four, she knows them. Oh, perfect. My wife knows if, if I get very turned up, one of the things that I say, and I do the, and I go, I'm Caster Troy. <laughs> so I do that. That's one of my favorites. And then the other one is, you're not having any fun. Yes, that is a good one. That's, did you I, did you drop any of those on a football field ever? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you kidding me? Playing at East Mac, practicing or in the game and being like, like when I was, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, wow. I remember distinctly, we were beating the hell out of, um, I think it was Myers Park, and quarterback made another bad throw. I tackled the guy, and the guy was just like, oh, and I was like, you're not having any fun. <laughs> and he was like, this, do you think this is like a joke thing? He, I was like, yo, you don't know what movie this is from, do you? And then would have been a great moment if he'd be like, face off, you face off guy. I was like, yeah, I'll take take your face off. (laughs) No, that no, but no, I've, I said, you're not, yes, I 100% have said multiple times. You're not having any fun on a football field. Um, The I'm cast of Troy was more of a party thing, like walking through a party and just being the most turned up person and doing, doing the, the walk that he does when the Messiah is playing. Oh my God. Yes. It's, uh, it might be my favorite. That might be my favorite Nick Cage moment ever. The walk. That's, I, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big person of, of throwing out statements that are definitely like hyperbole, sure. but I feel like that might legitimately be my, my greatest Nick Cage moment ever. Like it's, the walk in the priest robe. Incredible. It's so good. You know, my least favorite line might be is at the end when, Hunchbolt is like, hey doc, you know that scar? <laughs> the one that was it right stinks. over my heart. It stinks. <laughs> you know, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> he sounds like Cameron Poe right there, too. <laughs> it's like, get it? Because his heart healed, you guys. It's fixed. Because he got He-Man to replace the symbolism. his child. The I symbolism. Was, he got I was very I was very angry at that line. And I was just like, come on, man. It was so bad. It's yeah, so that was so bad. Lenny Harris pinch hitter award. Okay. Who's in Joan the movie Allen. too much? No. Okay. Well, so who's who's in the movie too much? Cage Travolta. Is anyone else in the movie too much to be a pinch hitter? Um. Ah man. I was gonna I I feel I would like say Joan no. Allen is wasted. Yeah. As such a good yeah, actress. She's such Everyone a else is kind of even. Everyone yeah. else is like even playing time. Like you've got two guys with very high usage rates. Yeah. And then everyone else gets some, some times to shine. I mean, I, I wrote down Gershon who yeah. just a rocket. Uh, Alessandro Nivola is Pollux Troy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I only I only know him from Jurassic uh, Jurassic Park three. Yes. After this, yes, that's yes, yes. what uh, it is. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, God, I was scrolling through his IMDb and nothing jumped at me. Cassavetes, who is electric, and then Joan Allen. I would give it to Cassavetes. I wish there was more Cassavetes. Same. He's every scene he's in. He is. He is. And the thing is, in every scene he's in, he is going toe to toe with Nicolas Cage, who is off his rocker, and he's like step for step more engaging. I uh I would have liked more Bunny Colvin. He did a great job in the getting doused with gasoline scene. I thought he was great. I wish I <laughs> honestly, I wish there was more Cassavetes. And if you're gonna have Joan Allen in a movie, have her act. Yeah. In a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's good. She's really good. Don't just have her stand there. Oh my god! I just watched it. He did push her down the stairs. He pushed his daughter down the stairs. <laughs> I love that you have this on while we're recording. The this. most comical stair falling. Like just. He, he he pushed her down the stairs, but she then... wasn't even out of the range. Like it wasn't like he didn't seemingly push her for like out of the bullet fray. No, he, he pushed like, her into pushed the her into it. Yes. Like he he she's he was hiding down... behind that door where he then takes cover. That's yeah. like when you're playing like Call of Duty and you like yeah. force the he, the computer person out of the space you want to occupy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is this is bad. Yeah, yeah. no, I, he, I he's operating on a I can't solve this relationship with my daughter if I don't survive this shootout. Yeah. So I'm looking out for me right now. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, what's this? Is this daughter doing anything else now? I I think she she just runs for it, doesn't she? No, I mean, oh, like he in, means like, like act, acting. act in like career, acting. like career wise. No, <laughs> she like runs a bank now. She's like, that's fine. I'm, I'm in, I'm in face off. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, face off is her. Uh, it's very, the other part that's funny is this came out in what, 97, and it's Jamie's got a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he calls her Janie by accident. Yeah. That's all. You know, she's, she wow, worked a lot. Wow, this is her a lot first role. Good for her. Yeah. Kicking it off with a bang. Yeah. She's a lot of work. Made, she's made some choices. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the same thing I say to people. I, I say about actors who have a certain level of fame, achieve a certain, you know, like we'll always know her as the girl from Face Off. Hope she lives in a really nice house. Justify I'm this sure fame. She does. Hope she lives in a really she nice house. She was in ten projects, ten movies in twenty seventeen. Oh my goodness. I don't recognize any of the names. I would be so exhausted from that. That's that's a lot of I work. don't recognize like, that a single a other thing that she's been in. Oh. She was in an episode of The Ghost Whisperer. Oh, and Jag. Jag. Shout out Jag. Shout out Jag. Oh, by the way, Tommy Flanagan, too. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Tommy He's Flanagan. Wonderful. We said Joe Dallin. Oh, you know Michael Douglas was an executive producer on this? Oh my god. Love that for him. I know, man. This movie was oh, James guys. James Denton, uh Mike from Desperate yeah, Housewives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buzz. A lot of a yep. lot of good cat. I mean, John Carroll Lynch, uh, just yeah. a fantastic actor. Shout out Zodiac. Shout out Zodiac, perfect movie. Um Big Chill. <laughs> this this uh not one of those movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> the big that, chill. What is that one? That is the moment. Like uh, that is Roy Hobbs knocking out the lights in the natural. 
Mike Rizzioni scoring the goal in Miracle, the moment that makes the the hair on the back of your neck stand up, gives you the chills. That, that happens that, in a oh, in not a the movie the Creed. Big chill. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, like in Creed, the la- when he gets up for the last round in Creed, yeah, 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 Caroline yeah. hasn't seen it. So, but that yeah. incredible. So a moment like that, this one doesn't have that moment. You know they had a Rocky Marathon on IFC this weekend. Oh man, that's I was, was traveling this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> The my like big chill in the sense of like moment like ugh, was the when they took chills. the faces off <laughs> because I would like to reiterate for the record that that was disgusting. It's gross. It's very. It's I want nasty. to see none of that ever again. <laughs> they could have uh, definitely done that in a more like, aesthetically pleasing way. There's no. They could have. a reflection of him with gross. no face. Him with the reflection of him with no face with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth i will see that when i sleep tonight i mean we're not gonna have we're not gonna have a we're not gonna have a movie like this anytime soon where they are just smoking cigarettes well let's go into our last category before more restore oh, do i get Prequel, a big sequel, chill? remake uh, do you have a big chill is this a big chill type movie <laughs> like the big moment for me yeah we can go the big moment i mean that's what the what's the big that's isn't that what the big chill is it's something that like makes that it's the uh, like the control room in Apollo thirteen when they like come back online and you know say that. Yeah, like, that's oh, the. I mean, oh. obviously, it's the blood test. <laughs> <laughs> the whole theater starts clapping at the blood test. <laughs> Hell yeah! No, you know it's him. He's AB. He's AB. <laughs> you're right. There is no like. There's no okay. You're right. There's no big okay. You're, you guys are right. You're right. <laughs> Before more restore prequel sequel remake, give me a sequel, man. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would eat this shit up for a sequel with with both of them, or with them, because you can't have both in it because he's dead. We've got face on technology, like we can figure out anything. We don't. How do we know who's dead? Caster. Are we cer- are we certain that Caster are didn't like sure? implement his consciousness in some sort of microchip, and then we can bring him back in someone else's body? All right, I will I'm buy just throwing out ideas that would maybe work. we don't know he's dead. Are Let's we sure bring him he's back dead? And then he, he, gets into a custody, he gets into a custody battle over He Man in the sequel. <laughs> oh my god, that would be what if it was just a courtroom drama? <laughs> it's, it's marriage story, but it's it's Caster and, and Archer facing off. Oh my god, Caroline, you're right. This guy, this stuntman just on the side of the boat. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That looks miserable. And he's just eating a face full of water, like just probably not even the cleanest like bay water. Where was this movie no. set? Do we know? Do we care? California, USA. Saint yeah, Cal- <laughs> California with the beach church. I mean, I li- like this looks horrible. It is. You know what? It is L.A. because uh, Archer demands getting LAPD on the phone multiple times. That's oh, correct. that's right. That's right. No, I am. Yeah. Um, this I has would, changed my life. I'm here for a sequel. Life. Okay, so I found out the harpoon, the harpoon gun is on the, the red boat that they're on. Okay. I just saw it. We're he, learning in real time here. He grabs in the harpoon. Time. He grabs a harpoon gun. They run into the little, I don't know. You probably know what they are called because you were, you're in the Navy, right? I was. Yeah. Whatever those little things are that stop you from running aground. And <laughs> the X's that are right there. And 
the harpoon was in his hands and he throws it. He kind of like throws it out in front of him. To the shore. Okay. To the shore. Okay. Yeah. And then they, I've, that now's when they get into the fight and then he picks it up again and then bow, bow, bow. Thinking ahead with throwing that, that harpoon on the shore. I don't think yeah. he thought ahead. I think he just had it in his hand and got stopped. And you know how you get stopped, something flies in front and you just, you have to let it go. So that's what happened. Perfect so, yeah, movie. There we go. I have no notes. I mean, I love this movie. I'm not. I'm not kidding. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think it is magical, <laughs> remarkable. It is. I've certainly films. never seen anything like it yeah. at all. And you never. It's truly really special. I because it's the perfect movie. It's. I so I want to wrap with talking about this the way I talk about Bloodsport, a movie that <laughs> it is is exactly what it wants to be, and that's yes. why I think it's so successful. This mm-hmm. movie is exactly what it wants to be. It doesn't try to to ground you in too much reality. Yeah. It just wants to be really fun, really ridiculous, and it it accomplishes it. it it's. It has it, no it's business perfect. being this. It has no business being this good. None. None whatsoever. From the, this movie should have been terrible. From the premise to who's in the movie, <laughs> it has no business being this good. And yet, I mean, I'm watching him currently. Nicolas Cage can't shoot him with the harpoon because he's holding he's down. He's holding the, on to it. And then he lets it go after he cuts his face up and he's like, I'm ready to die now. Except maybe he doesn't die. Yeah, because he gets, I mean, he gets shot with the harpoon. You could, we could play that off easily that he's still alive. We could easily. Yeah, I mean, so he's, I'm going he survived sequel. the faceless thing. I'm going sequel, and it's like a Kramer versus Kramer <laughs> type movie, right? They're, they're doing like a custody battle. Except He Man is also like, Adam is, is 30 now. Yeah. <laughs> They no longer really. I after I said it, I was like, I guess they really don't need to battle over the custody. Oh my god, he. Although he's such like a traumatized thirty, he's probably still living at home. It's just like him and Travolta hanging out. Can you imagine though? <laughs> like if like, like we get a thirty year old Adam, ninety seven to now is what? What is that? Ten will get you to ten. I'll get you to two thousand and seven. We'll call him. Let's call him. He was four then. Four in ninety seven. And then to 2007, he's 14. And then 17, he's 24, I guess. So 2022, at five, he's what is he, 20. He's 29, 28. All right. Tom Holland. Tom Holland is our. <laughs> and, and we get it. We get a 20. We get a 29 year old him. But this is it's a Christmas movie. And it's about him like. His both of his parents want him to come. Like he grew up with Archer's family, but Nicolas Cage is like, I'm on the straight and narrow now. And then like he He's got a new person's face. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, Yeah, no, you need to come see your dad. And he's like, You are a terrorist. And he's like, No, 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 no. Him and Jamie face swap so that they go to different Christmas dinners. Oh my God. What we're that maybe you know what? Let's set it in the near future where face swapping is even easier. It's in vogue. You can just, I mean easier than, than the than the two day recovery and the reversible, <laughs> entirely reversible procedure. Yeah, now it's an app. <laughs> I just could not get over it. They're just like 
what, how are people going to buy this? Like, just putting a couple lines about how Caroline, it's like, they super ga- easy. Caroline, they gave you that. They gave you that one line that said, "What used to take months now takes days." They gave you that line. <laughs> they told you. They told. They gave you what it is. They told you what I it could, is. I could not stop laughing. They switch it back to who? Who have they been doing <laughs> it to? Like growing back this year is really the just beginning of our of the capabilities. Yeah, who have they been practicing this on? It's incredible. That's the question. Who have they been practicing this on? How do they know they can do this? (laughs) How do they know? These notes are incredible. He's going to hit off his new face. (laughs) Hold on, they didn't give him a face? No one is watching him? Bunny Coleman, no. Then LMAO, what a shitty plan, huh? <laughs> All caps. Yeah. No notes. Perfect movie. No notes. It is wonderful. Oh my god, the way that she's dressed and then she runs to hug him at the end. She's got a sweater on. Yeah, and she has like reasonable makeup. Um, no clips in her hair. <laughs> she runs like a she I mean I mean she runs like she's in Little House on the Prairie, and then he does the face oh, waterfall. Incredible. Absolutely perfect movie. No Perf- notes. Oh, this is no, no, no. oh no notes at all. Perfect film. Ten you, out of ten. You, you keep calling it a movie. This is a film. This is cinema. He's bringing perfect in cinema. Adam. He's currently bringing in Adam. Hey, this then is he, Adam. watch. He does the face where he's like, "This is cool." This is good, right? <laughs> this Don't is worry. good. We're all having fun. We're all a family now. Now right? we're a new family. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, Adam. Can no I show therapy. you? Can I show you your old room? I'll do a face waterfall to you too. Oh, okay. And she's like, Watch "What is?" Door. Joan Allen's like, "This is crazy." No therapy, guys. Wants- we're gonna we're gonna read some Christian literature okay? and get through this. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. Oh, I love you. Mm. Let's just do a, a <laughs> no, tight, no. closed mouth kiss. <laughs> we're we're partners and we're in love with each other. We do a closed mouth kiss. Mm, mm. Oh. And that's how we're gonna wrap it, folks. Felder, <laughs> Caroline. Thanks for coming on, talking face off. Felder, where can the folks find you? Uh, you can find me. I'm at stadium, watchstadium.com, and um, at stadium on Twitter. And obviously, you can check out the bulletin at itsfelder.bulletin.com. Everything's all there. And tune in to Hand in the Dirt. We got it. Kyle, you're, you're coming in for a little uh, little cross little cross pollination, my man. A little home and home movie theater talk. Yeah, I love it. I'm excited. We're going to talk I'm about your yard, thrilled. too. Thrilled. Oh, hell, yes. That's actually, we, yeah, we, we've got some things we need to discuss. Caroline, where can the folks follow you? You can find me on Twitter at CW Darnie, and you can find all of the great, great content over on For the Win or Bet for the Win if you're for some betting content, especially during NBA playoffs. And we've been hitting up a couple of Twitter spaces at halftime with the, with the guys chatting about how to make you some money in the second half, perhaps. So, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Good time. And if you enjoyed this episode of Big Screen Sports, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, rate and leave a review, support on Patreon. If you're a baseball fan, check out From Phenom to the Farm, my interview series with Baseball America. We will catch you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.